welcome to Cinemarathon, the Movie Marathon's podcast where we watch a series of movies all in one day and then discuss them afterwards. My name is John, and joining me this fine month, we have Amanda. Hello. We got Matthew. What's up? We got Richard. Hello there. We got Pat. Greetings. And we have Josh. Bitches leave. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, this month for February, we decided to watch all of the RoboCop movies. I guess the new one came out this month. That was sort of the the reason. Unfortunate. The boo one. The boo one. (laughs) The boo one. (laughs) Well, we'll obviously get to that one later, but I I don't think it was like... Let's just put it this way. It could have been worse. True. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. I could agree with that Fair. statement. <laughs> we'll get Fair. into it soon enough. Sure. <laughs> As I dodge a bunch of bullets being fired at me. <laughs> but there, really, that's kind of the only reason we went with RoboCop this month, because the new one was out. Uh, but I do like RoboCop quite a bit, especially the original. I'd, I Honestly, I'd only ever seen, I think, RoboCop and bits of RoboCop 3. Where? How, what did you guys see of RoboCop? I had seen all all three previous uh, theatrical releases of, of RoboCop and um, did you see him in the theater no not at all okay not not in the not in the least I think we're all sort of a did any of us see RoboCop in the theater yeah, I guess not I don't think no, so no, I think we all sort of hit it we like, my parents weren't that bad yeah because I was like six when that came out <laughs> yeah so yeah I guess nobody saw it in the theater I mean yeah. I obviously have memories of watching it in my younger years but yeah uh, I don't really remember the violence until <laughs> until recent <laughs> Well, probably because was... we were all watching edited versions of it. I'm guessing, right? No, no. <laughs> I, re- you saw I, it. I remember the the, the violence, and once Me we get too. to RoboCop two, I can uh, d- disclose a story of 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 myself having watched Ro- RoboCop two. Oh, interesting. Cool. Well, I guess let's just go ahead and and jump right into the series, yeah. which of course started with the first movie, RoboCop. <laughs> It's great. It's so yeah, good. It totally holds so, up. Almost, I mean, it, classic. It's pretty I'm much like classic. a perfect movie, right? It's it's pretty close. It's pretty damn close. Yeah. yeah. I'd say so. I there was nothing that upset me in that movie. It was all fantastic. Well done. Even the like claymation stop motion. Yeah, yeah or stop, stop motion mm-hmm. bot was rad. The ED209. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved it. You say it, even, but I'm pretty sure you meant to say especially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will I Maybe I'm in the minority. I'm a. I'm not the like stop motion doesn't hold up that well for me. I think in in old movies like like Jason the Argonauts, mm-hmm. all that like uh, Ray Harryhausen stuff, I think works okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know those '80s like stop motion. There's something about it. It it actually doesn't hold up. It, that well it's. For me. Uh, I think it's definitely a preference thing. Like yeah. I I sort of it appeals to me just because it makes me feel like movie magic, like how I felt watching sure. movies as a kid. But I can see why someone wouldn't be too into it now. But I, but honestly. Before we, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead, but like watching like the new movie and the CG, it's really good CG. But I find myself being like, I don't care. Like I, I, sure. I found myself being more drawn in and more fascinated by the stop motion animation than I did ca- like care about the new CG at all. So I don't yeah. know. It just has a flavor to it that's interesting. Because on some level, I mean, it, it is a tangible thing. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. that that scratches an itch in my brain that yeah. I like. Well, also, I feel that uh, stop motion, especially for robots, lends itself actually really well. Yeah. That you get like a jerky motion. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not. You know, you see, yeah, I guess you, that's a good point. When you yeah. see robots moving completely fluidly, it's 
it's like, okay, you know, it's just really well bearing and put together, but I like to see a more of a clunky tin can moving erratically. Mm-hmm. Like right. it, it, it doesn't move smooth. It's got like jerky motions. And, uh, so when you see the 209 kind of like walking around and it's not completely smooth, I, I, I feel that it's less stop motion and just more that it's not a good machine. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's way creepier, you know, it's supposed to be menacing in a sense. I found it way more haunting. <laughs> Being yeah, so jerky. I, I do like the, uh, I, I think you're right. To, that's a good argument about the robotic sort of look of it. I think that does lend to it. I think it's just one of those things that maybe just because it hasn't been in movies for so long, like stop mm-hmm. motion kind of went away once computers came in. And I think in some cases it works in the past, but I, th- I think it's those movies like those 80s and 90s movies that are right on the edge of yeah. that. Like everything else in the movie looks like, the stuff I saw as a kid in the mid to late nineties. Mm-hmm. And then when the stop motion shows up, it's like, Whoa, like kind of out of place. Whereas mm-hmm. way older movies, it's like, it doesn't throw me off as much like because the, it's kind uh, of expected. I think one of the worst uh, instances I've ever seen of that was uh, John Carpenter's the thing. And yeah. the extended oh, edition. Yeah, totally. That stuff totally. looks garbage. There's an extended edition of the thing. Yeah. yeah. Like a director's alternate edit that has like in the, when you go underground and then they're like dealing with like the final scenes or yeah. whatever, there's like actual full stop motion right. animated creature. Like you can that, still like, see a bit of it in the movie. There's yeah. like a tentacle that comes right. out. I remember the tentacles. Stuff. Yes. No, there's like, like a full yeah, on sequence with it. Like you see the whole monster running around smashing stuff. And it's like really bad, especially after seeing all the amazing puppetry that they do in the thing, how yeah. good that movie looks. Yeah. It's really harsh. Well, it's best that they cut it out then. That's yeah, good. absolutely. Yeah. It was yeah, really a wise decision. But I mean, other than the stop motion and stuff, like RoboCop is so strong on so many levels. Because first of all, I love Paul Verhoeven. Like, oh, let me just great. confess that yeah. he's fantastic. Absolutely, and this is definitely one of his best. It's a classic. This is a modern classic. Yeah, exactly. And I think as a story being told, it takes you through everything really well. Like meeting the partner and him dealing with that, and then the way he's killed is so violent. It's so messed up course he's gonna come back and start remembering you know and even though the technology was so you know obviously so old it was still neat to see how they dealt with a lot of that stuff you know mm-hmm. and like him recording things and playing back and i don't know it was totally I, awesome. yeah I, li- I really like um when he gets killed which is insane by the way but uh <laughs> His arm the, gets shot off the, the sort of aftermath of that of the pov of them putting him together yeah. like it's kind of a smart way to do all that stuff because they don't waste a bunch of time with a bunch of exposition mm-hmm. it just kind of like you're in his shoes like you missed all that time and it, you're just seeing it from his well, POV. Yeah, it's not important. I mean, yeah, totally. You're, you're getting to the part of the, the, the title of the movie, RoboCop. <laughs> Which, you know, I mean, you're right. It's all that stuff isn't important, but so many movies make that mistake that they feel the need to give you all this explanation and stuff and exposition that you don't care about. You know, yeah. Verhoeven's smart enough to know that, you know, he's doing, I mean, it is a piece of satire, but he's always been smart enough to know how to get the audience drawn in, like from frame one of his movies. Yeah. Like, I mean, as silly, like, as Showgirls is, and, you know, that movie is, just dives into it. There's no waiting around in Showgirls, you yeah, know? I've never seen Showgirls. It's oh, fucking boy. crazy. Uh, incredible. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. And the same with Starship Troopers. Like, yeah. frame one of Starship oh, Troopers, oh I'm, like, on. I'm, I'm in for the ride, you know? Yeah, can we, it's like Starship Troopers, Total Recall, and RoboCop is yeah. just, like, a grand slam, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Like, three fantastic movies. Yeah. Which is funny, because, like... It's like sci-fi is such a hard thing to make, which like as far as like wide appeal, I feel like it's really interesting that he's able to take these really absurd 
concepts and just make them so appealing to a wide audience. You know what I mean? Like, as, like Starship Troopers could have just been any other sci-fi shoot 'em up. But oh, yeah. like I remember when that movie came out, it was like everybody and their brother was going to see it and talking about it. Yes. You know what I mean? And RoboCop's just a fucking cop with a you know, who's a robot. Like <laughs> right. that could be that could be the shittiest thing you've ever it could seen. Could be so bad. Yeah, but he found he always manages to find a core of the story that really makes it fascinating. I don't know. He's really smart in that I, one. I think it's this mix of like satire that he puts in because it's mm-hmm. this movie in the middle of the '80s that's like. There's so many action movies from the 80s, but this yeah. movie's like self aware in a way that mm-hmm. the other ones just kind of aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, they do that through all the like the little bumpers and advertisements and news stories and stuff. They, yeah. They're very clever about it, how they, you know, kind of pepper it in. And it's super funny and very self aware in a great way. Yeah. It's almost like a kind of a jab at that like 80s consumer culture. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, it's it's definitely like a, a, a critique on like the Reagan era. Oh, yeah. Just tants down. But I, a lot of like Cold War, um, the craziness in there, like that, the Nukem. kids' war game and stuff. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of social commentary in there. The mm. what, 6000 sucks? Yeah. Like car? SUX. Yeah. SUX. That's funny. Uh, I, I mentioned it briefly earlier, but uh, the, the scene where he gets killed mm-hmm. or like pretty much close to yeah. killed is is just like Brutal. so insanely gruesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't like I can't believe that some people consider this like a kid's sort of like franchise. Like they sold toys of yeah. RoboCop. <laughs> this movie where he's getting his limbs blown off and stuff. Yeah, it's like, super crazy. Well, and before that, the first one they tested that the poor guy in the boardroom during the yeah, oh, yeah. sample. <laughs> right. The first row. Pointed at Ed 209. <laughs> yeah, 209. And it's just shot yeah, and everyone's shoving him away. And the only thing the guy could say is, I'm really disappointed in you. Yeah, like how many other like horribly gruesome, obviously R-rated movies have been marketed so much to little kids? Like, you like... You know, you think about like, it's like, oh, look at all these Goodfellas action figures. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Why? Like, totally. it's really funny. He's that a this... cop, so it's okay. Yeah. I think, I think it's like the sci-fi angle on it. Because mm-hmm. it's like this, Aliens, Predator, and Terminator. I remember Terminator. being like, yeah. when we were kids, like, might as well have been marketed to children. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of, there's toys, a lot of toys for all those. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what's so fascinating uh, about RoboCop and s- similar franchises to, to, to children. And th- this is speaking from experience, because as a kid, I I was really fascinated with, with Ro- RoboCop and, and, and Terminator and the first Predator movie. And um, I, I can remember watching them at a very, very young age. And um, my parents had copies of the movies lying around at the house mm-hmm. and we would watch them together. Yeah. I remember my folks renting RoboCop when I was little and all of us watching while we were we were uh, preparing and eating dinner together. Mm. They figured that that they trusted us kids enough as long as they were watching it with us that they could monitor what was going on. <laughs> and and. What I take away the, the the most from the first time I watched Ro- RoboCop is that is that gruesome uh, shootout at what wh- whatever they call the the sludge factory and at the end wow. yeah yeah and especially that one thug guy getting splattered oh favorite part of the movie that part's insane yeah, yeah. like help me <laughs> that fucking finger that's like melty yeah. dick like yeah. off of his hand is like crazy and his eyeballs like dripping over yeah. his fucking uh, his like, lips yeah. all hanging down and so yeah. what specifically drew me in a- a- as a kid was the notion of of that complete fantasy 
because this movie and 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 Terminator and Predator present such believable fantasies, mm-hmm. and the fact that the guy was melting and and had so little bones left, but could still walk enough to step in front of a car that upon impact he becomes liquid. <laughs> yeah. That caught my attention more than the concept of what had happened to Alex Murphy. But uh, and 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 so the, the the whole world really drew me in. So it, it's it's the crazy exaggerated b- oh, yeah. believability b- because it was like a, a really naughty cartoon brought to life for kids, especially. I mean, getting to like sticking with this toxic waste thing, toxic waste and like like toxic and radioactive stuff has always been treated as like a potential good thing for people. It's always like. Oh, it'll give you a superpower, or or you know, it, you know, it'll turn you into a mutant, and you'll right. you'll be like a hero, and everyone will like you. Not that if you get covered in toxic waste, you're gonna die in a horrible way. Yeah. you will you will just it'll be an it'll be ag- it'll like be a, agony, like a secret world of Alex Mack. You're not gonna like, oh yeah right. yeah, like yeah exactly. It's like it's like oh okay, you know, maybe toxic waste isn't so bad. Yeah, Alex um, Mack would like turn to oatmeal and get yeah. splattered on the yeah. street. Yeah, the alternate opening to Alex yeah. Mack is her getting covered. In her- <laughs> and she never recollects. She yeah. just stays. Yeah. A, she stays a puddle. That's it. That's, yeah. and that's where the bill of her hat went. Oh, I feel like we we really do need to talk about the fucking weird sitcom show. The like, I'd buy that for a dollar guy. Uh, yeah. Classic. That is such a weird element of that movie. I'd just, almost forgotten about it. I don't know how. Oh, really? Yeah. It's I don't like know. the thing I remembered yeah. most about yeah. it. Actually, from a, being a kid. Do we ever get a title for the show? No. There's never no. a card. Like, I've noticed. And I don't even know what it's about. It's literally him just with a bunch of half naked girls yeah. smushing cakes on things yeah. boob cakes onto boobs yeah. that's yeah. what happened yeah Some, i can't Very remember meta. who someone said it was like a benny hill kind of little show it seems it was, like that it, yeah. it was like their was, friends was benny hill like that skeezy no yes. no oh. well i mean he was kind of like horny and weird but not that oh yeah like, not but that. what guy the is guy in there was just like really yeah. disgusting yeah. whereas benny hill was like a like lighter version of that oh, okay like. gotcha but I don't know how that's that's like part of uh, who, I don't know Verhoeven didn't write this right he just directed no, no, it no I don't know who so wrote it. I don't know who like if that was in the script or whatever but the world building in the movie is just really solid yeah like, just the, the ads that weird show like just everything yeah. about it really creates an interesting environment yeah it's like like it's amazing what little things like really make it feel like make it feel dystopian you know because it's not like. The city's kind of shitty. Like, also, we, we all know Detroit kind of sucks. But like, sorry to all the Detroit listeners out there. But uh, like, all one of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like the little details that make this world really feel gross, which is amazing because like a lot of you know a lot of directors wouldn't spend the time on that. You know, waste the minutes like to show this on like repeatedly. That's what I like about it too is that you don't see it once. You see it like six times. Oh yeah. It's like it's inundated with you, you know. It's it's really well handled. Cuz there's those characters like what in the movie watching it that are just dying yeah. laughing yeah. from it. Yeah. They're just like so into it. Like it's, it's a momentary relief from their terrible existence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's almost like like idiocracy. Oh, it's absolutely like idiocracy. straight up. Like that was it out my balls or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's straight up. And the they make a, they do a similar joke in actually in the Lego movie. Where You're right. Pants? That's right. That's yeah, the run, yeah, the pants one or whatever. Oh. We should talk about the moment with the the rapists. Yeah. It's kind of a key <laughs> bit of the movie, I yeah. think. What, what are you guys' impressions of that scene? When he shoots my, my him impre- the dick? My, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dick <laughs> shot. He just literally blows this guy's dick off. Well, the other yeah. thing is, if you really look where her, her crotch was, I mean, women... 
Most women. There's a gaps. I know women have gaps <laughs> right. there sometimes. Yeah, that but was a lucky shot. I was yeah, like, that grazed right. the bottom of her vagina for sure <laughs> and cut through some thigh. She's not okay. No, that's how good RoboCop is. Yeah, you know, I guess so. I don't want to, you know, debunk him. She, she, she was bow-legged. Yeah, yeah, she had some hair down there that needed she, to be trimmed. She, she was wearing heels, and so she was up a little bit higher. And, uh, mm-hmm. It all worked out. Yeah, way. it's all science, so no worries. Oh, there were a few sort of, like, I don't want to say cameos, but there were some actors in the movie that are were sort of known from other movies that we had a lot of fun sort of looking at. Like, the um, the head of the corporation is, like, the warlock master from Halloween 3. Yes. Who appeared in our, our previous marathon earlier, so we were kind of laughing at that. And then uh, in the gang, there's like Red from that 70s show. It's yeah. kind of like the lead villain. Yeah. It's Kurtwood and a doc- Smith. What's yeah. his name? Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith, right. Doctor from ER, the redhead. Right, exactly. And then there's um, from Twin Peaks. It's like Laura yeah. Palmer's dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leland yeah. Palmer. Is Ray, that Wise. Ray Wise. Ray Wise, right. Yeah. That's his name. Yeah, he's just one of the kind of random. I actually really like that scene that he's in where he's in, it's sort of like an 80s doubt pop bar mm-hmm. nightclub the, yeah. yeah nightclub yeah. the robocop comes in and just like drags him by the hair out of he gives some great like facial expressions yeah getting does. dragged out just, ah! like but i don't know it sort of warmed my heart to see all these like 80s and 90s actors yeah. just mm-hmm. in this one movie mm-hmm. yeah that whole gang of bad guys is really fun to watch but because they're all played by such specific kooky and skilled character actors mm-hmm. they're yeah. all so cackly it's so <laughs> God, amazing yeah. in an 80s way Jesus, yeah, like I like I know we talked about it earlier, but I really want to just mention it again that that scene where they're shooting Murphy is just really disgusting. Yeah, like, it's like, ghoulish. It's frightening. Yeah, them just laughing their asses off while they blow his limbs off and all that. Like, it's just really disturbing. There's no decade of low-level villains that enjoy their jobs more than 80s. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Like, they just have a good time doing it. They throw one of theirs out the back of the truck and giggle <laughs> as they drive Can off. Can you fly, Billy? <laughs> like, no one's safe. And I really like the guy that got caught, like, pissing in that first scene, mm-hmm. where he He's just like, oh, can I zip up? Well, and then like, well, what's, great, what's great about it too is like he's going and she goes freeze and it's just like, shh. <laughs> like the screen just Talent. stops. Talent. <laughs> yeah, he was particularly cackly too. Like yeah, when they yes. when they get the huge like fifty cal like super guns. Yeah, like he's he was like really that crazy. In that scene. Just having a good time, man. <laughs> it actually makes that lifestyle look a little appealing. <laughs> at the end of the day, they have so much Let's fun. Yeah, they're having a, they're having such fun. That, that's what GTA is for, Matthew. Just get, get all those feelings out. <laughs> yeah. One thing I do want to give props to also is Peter Waller's ability to walk as RoboCop. Yes. I think he yeah. had some um, like amazing you go to like mime school or something. Yeah, amazing body control because that's not easy to do for the full run. And obviously the sound effects super helped in oh, yeah. selling that. Sound design like, in this movie is amazing. Yeah, but like his movement was really strong. He's actually a really good choice for RoboCop mm-hmm. because he looks kind of like an average guy, but he's he's like a little weird face, like he's kind of freaky looking, sort of scary Eastern European. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think those scenes, like when RoboCop's mask finally comes off, and then you see his like freaked ass face, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really makes it like weird. Yeah. And and really just no kind of eyebrows. creepy to look at. Oh yeah. Just, right. It's just basically skin wrapped around metal, <laughs> yes. which is great. They it's did a great job, like around the edge and. Mm-hmm. He is such a fascinating a- a actor, and, and and even let alone a fascinating looking actor. That when we meet Alex Murphy for for the first time, being transferred to this uh, police precinct, um, uh, yeah, he 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 looks just like any old average guy. Yeah. 
and and he's he's so unassuming but quietly confident that when when he becomes RoboCop, he has a completely different character, and the performance, of course, is completely completely different. Yeah, it's fascinating and a great transformation to watch, and he's really selling the torture of 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 uh, of, of changing and being being separated from, from what he was and trying to reconcile what he's going through that yeah him without any eyebrows and this this odd look, look in his face is really pulling I think you brought up an interesting thing too uh, about the transfer because that, that's part of the overlying conspiracy plot of the movie uh, is Miguel Ferrer's character is like he, you know he's all about after the Ed 209 like disaster he like goes oh, hey I got this plan for Robocop where you where we take a wounded cop and make him into a machine and he said, like, he, he, they've already implemented, started implementing the plan of moving the best candidates to the worst, like, the place, basically the police stations with the lowest life expectancy. Mm. And lo and behold, here's Murphy. I just got transferred from, like, a really great position. And, like, like at an hour precinct. later, he's, like, dead. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, well, I mean. They called it. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting point. I never actually correlated that, like, they're just kind of hoping that someone gets killed? Is that what yeah. you're saying? So, yeah, like, they, yeah, they pretty much were expecting Yeah, that. I just didn't... I, I don't know why. I never picked up on that. Right. That's a really yeah. good observation, though. That, that, that's also a, a great time to, to, to point out a part of, of all three of these original features is that OCP, Omni Consumer Products, has bought... has somehow bought a controlling share of the police department yeah. in Detroit. And that's the only way that, that they can get away with all the crap that they pull and all the crazy fantasy military grade tactics that that are going on because they basically bought out the police department and they're yeah. they're they're using it as their playground to build these mechanical nightmares and ruin people's lives and that's one of my favorite things of all three of these movies about them being a thorn in everybody's side yeah they, they actually do a pretty uh interesting criticism like there's so much you know this movie obviously gets its credit for being satire but there's a lot of details in it that uh, yeah don't get talked about a lot, which is like its criticism of privatization of, of like public public works and stuff. Like they talked about the prisons being privatized, like in like one of the first scenes. I think it was in that first board meeting or whatever, yes. and you know hospitals and like it was really really interesting that and they they talked about that so so early on. But uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting criticism of our culture, which yeah. is coming true more and more every day. I love the scene, uh, speaking of Miguel Ferrer earlier, where he's with his, like, coked-out whores, <laughs> and then Red comes... I'm calling him Red. Like, yeah, that's yeah, obviously yeah. not his name. Yeah. I forgot his real name in the movie, but he's Red to me. Clarence yeah. or something? Yeah. yeah. Clarence Boddicker, yeah. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, when he comes in, it's just like, bitches leave. <laughs> you gotta that's call me so Red. Good. Like, Jesus Christ. And then he's, I love also when he starts laying into Miguel Ferrer's legs, just like blowing him away. And then Miguel Ferrer's like, stop, stop, no. Like, like stop <laughs> it. Stop. Like yeah. begging for this to stop. It's just, I don't know. I really like that scene. Anne Lewis, pl pl played by Nancy Allen. She's, she's great in this first movie. And in subsequent movies, her, her character really diminishes. Yeah. But um, I really like her a lot in this first Burns movie. pretty bright too early and then fades out. Kind yeah. Of. I think she's pretty significant in the second one too. But she is, she is, but and she's the emotional core of the third film. Like, let's <laughs> yeah. not forget that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, it's just very important. Yeah. At the end of the movie, when the guy RoboCop comes in and he's trying to arrest the kind of number two guy <laughs> of the company, yeah. so the directive is like he can't, you know, kill somebody of the company. 
And then when the guy gets, he's like, you're fired. And then he kills the guy, the uh, corporate guy. Johnson. He was the oh, number yeah. three. Johnson. 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 He was the number yeah, three yeah. guy. He gives this great, like, he like thumbs up. He's like really happy. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah the murder was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is he, he an got, appropriate response because that scene is rad where the, the, he can't kill him. The problem is he can't kill this bad guy because he's part of the company. It was and the directive Bro- number four prevents right. him from doing yeah. that. Robocop yeah. is programmed not to. And then the big boss says, uh, well, then you're fired. And that's when he knows that he can kill Thank him. Thank you. So <laughs> rad. It's so weird, though, when he gets shot out the window and it's like, it's like a C, it's like not CG, but it's like a clay version of Ronnie Cox. But yeah. yeah, it's claymation. With, yeah, with, yeah. With, with, it's really long. Yeah, right. his arms like, are like yeah. super lanky. <laughs> and it was like, oh my gosh, what? Like yeah, it was sort of strange. It, it it didn't seem necessary. Like I mean, I guess like Die Hard was like a year later, but it's clear that you can film someone falling. Oh, but that's like comparing that against like the Sistine Chapel of villain falls. Like <laughs> yeah. there's no better villain drop than Die Hard. Like but it's just, just the pinnacle of. I, that. I'm just saying, like the 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 jump to make him clay. I don't know. I, I just, I just didn't like. It just looks so weird. It looks, does look weird. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's a pretty exaggerated movie. I guess they really wanted to hammer home, like, look at him falling to his death. Yeah, but you're totally right. I don't know why you don't just shoot the actor against like a backplate or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. why does it have to be this weird animated? Or thing? even just, even if it was just like a dummy, like at, after a certain point, just flailing as it falls. Like, so just anything that looked like a normal person that didn't look like. Like some creature from Poltergeist coming to life. <laughs> well, that's that, that's the thing about Verhoeven, though, that always I think makes his movies interesting, and why he there is no other director like him that made big blockbuster movies is that there's always an element of his movies that makes you uncomfortable. Like there, like there's never I've never seen a movie of his where the whole time through I knew what to expect and it just was delivered that way. There's always like a what or a huh like somewhere in the movie. That's sure, like keeps totally. it interesting. Like that's that's why I like Verhoeven because I don't boots. know what oh, to yeah. expect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, because he's one of the few directors I've ever seen that can sort of lampoon a genre, but also like make it genuinely good for that genre. Yes. Yeah. It's like how is RoboCop like a great action movie and a great parody Satire of action movies, of action like movies. all at the same time? Like yeah. that's so hard to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like Hot Fuzz, I guess. Right. I mean. As much as that movie is a comedy, that movie is a cool action movie. Like the 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 whole last like stand is a great action piece. But I think Hot Fuzz definitely leans more into like this is a comedy. Yeah. Whereas like it's weird. Like it it, it's sort of I I don't know how to describe it. But I guess this this movie like I could see someone watching this and not picking up on the satire. Oh, totally. Just a lot of people liking it. A lot of people. I would say majority of people do not. I was actually talking to my friend Eric who listens to this podcast um, who uh, the other day and I was talking to him about how we're gonna do this and Thanks for listening, Eric. Yeah, he uh, he did not I was like, Yeah, it's a great satire and he's like, It's a satire? I'm like, How long has it been since you watched it? And he's like, It's been a while. I'm like, go back and watch it, man. It's really funny actually. Uh, did you guys have anything else to say about RoboCop before we continue? I'd like to to, to mention because this will come up uh, again later. The music in Ro- Hell RoboCop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Fucking the score's great. Score. It's a really good score by uh, uh, I've never known how to properly pronounce his last name, but and I'm going to sound it up very slowly. Basil Polidorius. Polidorius, the Greek who, sounds like who, yeah. who had also d- d- done the theme for Conan the Barbarian. Nice. Oh, oh okay. Well, this guy knows well, what he's doing. Yeah. There you go. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. That's it, awesome. It's a great theme. It's basically a march, and there's great uh, strings and horns. It's a fanfare for this crazy, exaggerated world that's going on. Yeah, yeah. the whole thing. It's great. quite good. 
A good package. I approve. All right. Well, uh, here, let's continue along to the sequel, which was RoboCop 2. Which uh, I had never seen, actually. This was my yeah, first time going either. into it. I remember that this, one the most early. This movie, I think, gets dogged on more than it should. Because yeah. it's actually it's, pretty it's, awesome. It's, it's not that bad. It's a good. It's a really good companion to the first movie. Where it's like, it's it's really good in a lot of different ways. Sure. So they, like, they, I feel like they go well together. I mean, Robocop isn't in it as much. Nope. Uh, in fact, well, more, I, I, more than the third one. I'll yeah, tell you more than more much. than the third one. But I would say he probably has at least a good twenty minutes less screen time. Sure. Than this. Well, they're uh, very focused on the the weird gang and their nuke yeah. drug and all. You know, that's, and RoboCop two. And right. RoboCop two, yes. Yeah, it's interesting that it's like the movie's called RoboCop two, and then they have a character that they call RoboCop two. <laughs> it's almost like he's the titular character of the film or something. Which, uh, that was kind of a cool plot. Like, I like this, like, Kane, like, yeah. cult leader guy that then turns into this evil robot. I'm, uh, I'm so completely fascinated with Kane in this one. And I almost don't, it's really odd for, for me to say, but I don't begrudge them giving up time away from the movie to develop that threat. And and um, and the, the the process through through which he becomes the title character of RoboCop two yeah it's fascinating <laughs> and Tom Noonan's just an awesome character actor like, yes yeah. he just has that face that you know uh, like creep master yeah House of the Devil oh, he's God. just the perfect perfect cast <laughs> right. in that movie because so well, awesome. he's really good at being menacing and creepy without being like loud yeah like he's, he's so just quiet. very quiet and reserved he's like, like charmingly creepy like yeah. there's something about him where he's just like he has he's got a smile where it's like evil but also you're like it's something kind of oddly appealing about it like he looks earnest mm-hmm. in it's like his craziness kind of like John Malkovich. Yeah, like, yeah, like very much. Yeah. 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 yeah, I I thought it was a neat concept in this one, taking bad guys and putting bad guys in the robots. You know, yeah. I thought it was a good pairing with the first movie. Terrible yeah. idea from that yeah. scientist lady. Yeah, idiot, yeah. clearly. What was she thinking? It's like, oh, let's take all the prisoners and then they go off and fight our wars. Like, <laughs> yeah, stupid what? idiot. But it was neat. It made for an interesting opposition sure. for RoboCop. You know, it's like now you have to actually fight your villain in the same form. Um, and then also, can we talk about his graphic face? That was so creepy. Oh, he's yeah. like Lawnmower Man. Oh, yeah. I, that's yeah, what I remember. Ghost in the machine. The like scene thing. where he, the girl's like, oh, Kane, it's you. And then he like breaks her neck. It's <laughs> yeah. literally the scene yeah. I remember the most from any Robocop that stuck with me because of his crazy yeah, face. And then he just, up. like, his head just rolls back and he turns back <laughs> into a robot. It was so creepy, but really neat. Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, the yeah, effects on on him, the animation on on RoboCop two is great. Like, it's yeah. just a great design too. The like the face, yeah, like you said, this the the screen coming out of the head. It's just all really well conceived. Yeah, on a TV. Yeah, like it's just Before, weird. Yeah, it's so kind of strange. Almost looks it reminded me of like a Ninja Turtle villain or something. Like yeah. just a weird kind of mm-hmm. huge yeah. robot. Well, and when the screen was inside, like the face was like the the face of it. If you could call it the face, was just like two kind of like metal shutters, kind of like the the destroyer in uh, Thor. Yes, like, very similar. Yeah, like it just had that kind of curve curvature to it, and that was just like the the face that was looking around. Like obviously, it wasn't the face face, but right. Uh, it it was just a it was creepy because it kind of gave it like this like a furled brow mm-hmm. kind of coming in, and 
it's such a just a cool looking robot. It's got it's got a big old radioactive like <laughs> right. like emblem on it. Like you didn't know it was bad. <laughs> yeah, like this thing this thing is just just death living. Well, when you go through that many Ro- RoboCop number twos and oh, trying to get oh, to that oh, awesome man. design, <laughs> those, like, Robo- those two other RoboCops are so good. Yeah, that montage is really funny. Well, I guess that's why they end up going with criminals, right? Because yeah, yes, they say they it's were like, death row. Uh, yeah, well, well, so the no, guys no. that they're first doing are like RoboCop. They're like the police good, officers, good yeah. two-shoes cop guys. And I guess the idea is they're so mortified by what's happened to them, they're just committing suicide. Yeah, they weren't yeah. as mentally strong as yeah. Peter Walsh. And it's so fucked up and like really funny. Like the one one just like starts shooting people and blows its brains out. And then the second one's insane where it just like rips its helmet off <laughs> and there's like a That's skull. Fucking, yeah, huge oh, skull. Awesome. Just, ah! <laughs> Looking well, like Skeletor, it was like yeah. Well, we'll see, like, like my my thinking on that is even more horrifying than seeing the skull, because because like, why would you just have a skull? Yeah, like, so <laughs> yeah. my thinking is that 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 more that the organic uh, material like ripped his skin off. Yeah, yeah, like that it was like attached to the oh. inner part of the helmet. That's and even yep. worse. The part yeah. of lifting it off just wrapped <laughs> it right off the That's skull. That's what I yep. thought happened. That's so grody. Yep. Uh, um, can we talk about the kid bad guy? There was Hob. like a thug kid. Oh, Hob, yes. Yeah, I fucking Hob. hated that kid. He's a jerk. I think, I think he's great. He's really fast. Oh, he's he a, a, he's a great job. character. Yeah. Like, he's a good... Yeah, I definitely disliked him and, like, yeah. was sort of against him. He's really disturbing. And Lord of the Flies. He yeah. really draws me in uh, lately because when, when I was little, when I first saw this movie, I... I re- remember him a lot, but nothing drew me in about him. But no. watching him lately, it's really fascinating because um, there, uh, when when Robocop first sees him, he reminds Robocop of his own son and he can't put, put, right. pull a trigger at him even though he normally would. And and it makes him stop and and, and, and hesitate. And then he, he, he has to process that information about there's a kid pointing a gun at me, what do I do? And that, that's enough to stop him. But, but Hob pr- proves himself to, to be a terrible character <laughs> yeah, <laughs> through and through. Well, the one that fucked me up was when he's got his like, you know, Keanu Reeves piano wire, and he's like wrapped yeah. it around the woman's neck, yeah. and it's just choking her out. Yeah. Like yeah. that was so disturbing. Yeah. It's like this little kid. Plus, we were, we were joking about how like Chain of Command was Tom Noonan, and then the like ten year old boy instead yeah. of like the woman that clearly was like <laughs> capable of right. running the company. Like, I just don't get it. Like, why was she not the next in line in power? Just ridiculous. Because she's a drug addict. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, hey, the Kane's <laughs> shooting up Nuke, too. It's not like he's, like, clean. <laughs> but it was his idea. But, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Don't be sexist, right? Yeah, he, he, he knows better than to hand his company over to someone uh, else who's yeah. addicted. There's <laughs> also a really fucked up scene where they're they're scalping a guy. The like, cop, the dirty like, cop. Like, head yeah, to sternum, like, just all the way down. Yeah. And then Kane, like... The kid's like thinks it's gross and is looking away, and Kane's like forcing him to watch it. That really <laughs> stuck awesome. with me. It's disturbing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just so creepy. But great, and totally within that character. And then it also showed the innocence of the boy. You're like, remember, this is a little kid. Yeah. And up until that point, you didn't really see him as a little kid, right? Because he's this thug, creepy kid. And then that moment, you're like, oh, he's a young guy. You know, yeah. it was interesting. Yeah. As long as we're on the subject, I want to get into that uh, the, the the personal story that that I alluded to earlier, oh, yeah. earlier in, in in the episode. My parents would would rent movies that they would want to see, and they would be out for for, for for us kids to watch. And so, after having seen the first RoboCop movie, maybe 
a, a year or so beforehand, RoboCop 2 comes out uh, for, for uh, to rent on, on VHS, and, and we had rented it. I'm six, maybe seven years old. And and I didn't, didn't decided to, to to wake up early one morning and watch it by myself before we went to church on on on, on oh, su- no. Sunday morning because I I, I knew that, that the video had to be taken back. I decided to, to watch it by myself, and I distinctly remember watching the movie up until about the midpoint of the movie, which is where. Uh, Kane and his goons dismantle Robocop and tear him apart. I remember watching Hob on top of Robocop and saying, I hear this thing has a brain. I want to see it. And hearing him say that, it freaked me the fuck out. (laughs) And I have, uh, from, from, from watching it that first time, I have no memory of the rest of the movie until Kane is already dead. Well, n- oh, not wow. dead, but 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 his brain and his eyes and his spinal column are, are taken from his body. Yeah, yeah. And so that was the next thing that I remember. So I must have blacked out, maybe. <laughs> and like, it scared you so yeah, bad you fainted. It scared me so, so much that, that that I couldn't pay attention to the rest wow. of the movie. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. In in my mind, I connected those two moments from 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 seeing Kane's brain and eyes and and spine. I thought that that was RoboCop's. Own own brain and eyes, oh, okay. like like, uh, oh, right. Hobbs saying, "I want to see it," and then the the next thing I see is is a brain, yeah, yeah. recognized as human, right. and and I thought, well, shit, what did they do to Robocop? Well, it's they- almost like if if that concept's what freaked you out, yes, like a brain in a jar, kind of uh, like you realize Robocop isn't all a person; right. it's just his brain, it's yeah, like controlling this robot. And but then there's... also, yeah, that brain in the jar scene is also pretty fucked up. Yes, I can see how that's a correlation that right. like you that's what you remember about it right because it is kind of fucked like you're totally Very, right like yeah. as a kid you're just like whatever it's a guy with a right. suit of armor on or whatever but like once you realize like no 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 like he is just a brain in a jar yeah controlling a robot it's it's fucked up right so not good for kids yeah. I say and actually <laughs> I, I'll bring this up I mean obviously we're getting to the last movie later but that's an area that I thought was the most interesting thing about the new movie they really explored that idea of like the body horror sure. of like the whole concept of RoboCop. I can agree with that. I think that's something that that's probably the one thing I think they did that hasn't been done before on these movies. Yeah. Oh God. I'm so I'm looking at my notes and uh, let me see what you guys think of this. I just read Violin Telethon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I laughed so hard. The God. mayor in his desperate attempt to try and save the city <laughs> one handedly. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a telethon yeah. where a man, a very talented it's like a man, contortionist, like, yeah. yes, yeah. contortionist violin player, <laughs> jamming out on a violin while I mean, his like legs are over I'm his gonna, head. I'm gonna, gonna go out on a limb to be wild. <laughs> yeah, playing yeah. to be wild. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that he wasn't really playing that violin. You yeah. get out of here, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the odds of finding. You can play a violin with your mouth. A contortionist, out on a limb, pun intended. Oh, we should talk about because there's a beat in the movie where they sort of reprogram RoboCop. I think that's oh, a fun role. Yeah. Exactly. He has to stop that's... a bunch of like uh, 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 an evil, dastardly, bad news bears. <laughs> yeah. Worst news bears. Oh, God. Yeah, there's the a whole team. little league team and the coach like yeah. knocking over an electronic <laughs> store. That was so strange. Well, I think what's funny about these sequels is that RoboCop is pretty early on in the first movie established to be like the best thing to happen to Detroit 
ever. Like he's like, as soon as Robocop's on the streets, the streets are getting cleaned up. Crime is down 80%, blah, blah. But like, there's really no evidence of that as the series goes on. Like Detroit is as get worse. Yeah, it's like as shitty, if not shittier in the third movie. Yeah, than it was in the first movie, which I think is just funny because he's supposed to be our hero who changes the world, but the world just keeps getting worse. It just it's, escalates, yes. Yeah, it's really, really interesting that they ignore that concept. But uh, in addition to the Little League, I just like this idea that they decide to, I don't know, make him more marketable. So they give him like 300 different sort of commands. They kind of neuter him and just make him like super PC and like environmentally friendly and like all about like just messages and like being nice and stuff. We we noticed one of the directives was do not run through mud puddles when there's like splash splash people, (laughs) which is really awesome. I love that RoboCop's considering that. <laughs> yeah. I, and I also like that aspect of the... Actually, all of these movies where the corporation is making decisions that are obviously bad, but with this very short-sighted... Like, the woman that's doing that is clearly, like, wants her project to be the, yes. the next big thing. So she's, like, sabotaging RoboCop yes. to the detriment of the entire city. Mm-hmm. But, like, she doesn't give a fuck. Like, it's interesting that... They market RoboCop as to stop crime, but they don't really give a shit. Yeah. It's more no. like a product. Yeah. yeah. And I, that's really cool. Like that there's these kind of ulterior motives of the corporation. Mm-hmm. Well, I always think that I always thought of it as they want other crime to stop. And so that their crime can thrive, you know? Right. Yeah. So they're using RoboCop to, you know, get rid of the competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if the people are being murdered, there'll be no one to buy their expensive products. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. true. But, but I love like or the... Or loot them. Yeah. I love the reveal, like the doctor saying, you know, the only way to get rid of these directives is it would be to completely fry him out and hope that he survives. And RoboCop just goes, <laughs> yeah. well, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, made, he was really quick to make that decision. Like he went from scrambled brain to just like, all right, like I'm deleting myself <laughs> yeah. right now. Kind of, I guess it's kind of similar to those RoboCop 2s that commit suicide or something. Like, yeah, he yeah. seems to at right. least have that understanding yeah. of like, this is a nightmare that it has to end. I uh, want to run through puddles. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie sort of concludes with a big battle of like Kane v. RoboCop. Yeah. yeah. And I'd say that battle and actually a lot of other set pieces in the movie, the stunts in the movie are pretty fucking good. Oh, the, yeah, there's this, like, like, car chase with Kane that's, like, has a bunch of really awesome stuff that had yeah. it all just kind yeah, of, like... Oh, is that the last movie? I thought that was the third movie. No, it was no, the second was, movie. Okay, there yeah. was, like, a stunt guy as Robocop hanging off of a thing while sparks are flying. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. he's, he's hanging on the... Side of, yeah. He's scraped on the side of a building as a van's driving. Yeah. yeah, he's literally crushed between the van and the yeah. building as it's driving, like, sparking. Like, I don't know how they fucking yeah. did that. And they but, drive through a bar. Yeah, a crowded bar. And a guy almost gets hit. Yeah. And then this is the one where he grabs him motorcycle right yeah, yeah. that was rad stop yeah, the motorcycle mid yeah. and the dude goes flying off like he's, like, okay oh. so just to paint a picture in case you haven't seen it he's laying on the ground like face up and three motorcycles yeah and three motorcyclists drive past and the third one he just reaches out and grabs the wheel and the motorcycle just stops, stops on, a, on dime, a dime and the yeah. dude just yeah. flies off of it and then motor and then robocop gets on and starts doing business People so got cool hurt, i'm <laughs> sure it was crazy it was really good effects yeah i love that business that that, that he, he does get get to where where Robocop in the motorcycle and Kane in that big truck and essentially they're playing chicken and neither of them back down because what Robocop does he launches himself off of the motorcycle smashes through the windshield and clotheslines Kane Kane right out of the not out of the well yes out of the driver's seat yeah and the the vehicle tips over completely and the motorcycle shoots up into the like cab that he's driving yeah 
like eat your heart out john mcclain like yeah, fucking yeah. robocop did it first like shooting this <laughs> motorcycle up it was awesome yeah it's amazing they did a really good job with the action in this movie mm-hmm in no. some ways better than the first movie no. just as a purely stunt based well, yeah it's definitely thing. more about the robot fight and the yeah, big action yeah. and less about I mean there's a bit of talk of like the morals of it mm-hmm. but th- this movie has a lot less of like setup so yeah, it's just right. way more like RoboCop kicking some ass mm-hmm. so I, I liked it quite a bit yeah, yeah it was fun it was better than I remembered it being definitely yeah. nice well, little cameo by one of the writers from oh, Miller yeah. in it yeah, Frank Miller's. Oh, yeah. He's like a drug medicine man or something. Yeah, right? yeah, one of the yeah. chemists. Yeah, he's a nuke chemist. He's a creepy guy. Yeah, I gotta say, everything about the the final fight though, I, I just think was perfect. It's like incredible. it was like yeah. a good blend of the of the stop motion and the live action. But just how it starts when like the OCP guy is like giving his speech and he pulls out this is the city's problem nuke and the robot just kind of goes Bleh. <laughs> and, and, and you see it like you see it like like hesitating like it starts twitching Wait, like yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, like right. I really really want to get that right now. I just want to know what fucking engineer built in a like drug disbursement like apparatus into RoboCop two like it literally comes out like its claws can't yeah. wait yeah, yeah, to yeah. take this nuke. Yeah yeah. Why would they build him that? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm like. Robocop's food. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I th- yeah, maybe you're right. I didn't mm-hmm. even think of that. Mm-hmm. It's where the baby food goes. Yeah. yeah. That, like, that's and like he's just nuking it. Sludge food. Yeah, just, oh, let's put nuke in there. That's I, fine. I completely retract the complaint. That's, <laughs> a, that's a really good point. Because, oh, like, I was saying during the movie, too, is he still has his brain, and that's where the drug, the feelings for the drug are going to right. go. Right. Yes. Um, and just the fact that he's just still so desperate yeah. for it. Right. And that ending with Robocop ripping his brain out of the robot body and just like beating it to a yeah, pole. Yeah. So amazing. It's awesome. He smashes it and then like just keeps smashing it. <laughs> it's so good. It's fantastic. Also, because this will come up uh, again in a different manner, in this Robocop 2, we see uh, uh, Robocop himself turn away his own wife. Who 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 is now disturbed and frightened by him, and he's trying to to to, to come to terms with with who he is as a person and his identity. So of course he's been curious about what his family has has moved on to and what what they've become. And she's since had a restraining order put on him. And then they finally meet in person, and and he's so crestfallen that that, that he turns her away and says, "Your husband is dead." Oh, yeah. I'm I'm no longer the, the the man that you knew, and it takes the whole movie. But the, the the movie ends on a joke, basically. But it's very very touching and very telling about him identifying with the human race, because Lewis is talking about the head of OCP, who 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 we, we never learn his name, so everybody just calls him uh, the the old man. She, she's saying, I can't believe he's he's gonna get get away with it. It, it it's it's terrible, and and Robocop. Says to her, um, "Have patience, Lewis. After all, everybody's human. We're only human. Yeah, yeah we're, we're only human. human. And he he says that right before he ratchets the side of his head. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I that forgot, is a cool out. I forgot about how he turns his wife away, and then like that's it. Like, yeah. I kind yeah. of was expecting like there'd be some like there'd be more development there, but it was like literally just get the fuck out of here, like for your own good and." That's it. Yeah. yeah. What I mean, where's it gonna go from there? You know what well, I mean? I, mean, like, I, mean, well, I saw we this see, other movie called Robocop. We see where today. it can go. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
Awesome. And, and then uh, last point of order for, for this one. The music, again, is a little different. We, we don't have the, the, the same composer as the previous movie, but there is a completely new Robocop theme made up for this movie, which I quite like. It's really simple and quite understated. Um, and you don't hear it so, so much in the movie itself, but, but during the closing credits, it's, it's a melody where w- w- that, that basically goes da 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 it's characters singing the praises of RoboCop. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Funny. I, I do think it's worth bringing up the director of this movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Irving Kirshner. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, the Empire Strikes Back director? Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty, pretty cool. That's a, because this was uh, after Empire Strikes Back. Right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, quite a, quite a thing to follow up on. I mean, obviously Empire was, I was, I would say Empire is the superior film. Yes. Um, but, yes, uh, uh, because, like, obviously, Irving Kirshner, I don't know much of his body of work outside of Star Wars. Yeah, that's kind of the like, big one. But now, like, seeing RoboCop 2, it's like, I, I like RoboCop 2. This is this was, that was a fun follow-up. A little long, but uh, it was definitely worthwhile. Yeah, it's worth a watch for sure. So the next movie was RoboCop 3. <laughs> Loved it. Fuck, dude. I couldn't, yeah. I, and this is the Sleepy how bad it was. I couldn't even tell you about most of what happened. It's crap. There's a couple highlights. Allow me. Crap. Yeah, exactly. The little girl who's like hackers. Nico. Yeah. I know Jeff <laughs> yeah, Garland's Robocop 3. Um, loyal as a puppy. Mm-hmm. Right. Loyal as a puppy. Right. Now, this was this before or after Terminator 2? I can't oh. This, this is, is 1993. Same year as Jurassic yeah. Park. So, so it's, it's right after, after, right? Yeah, after. Yeah, so yeah, they too. clearly saw like John Connor running around yeah. with his deck and like yes. hacking shit and then threw that in with this little girl. Yeah. That shit is so lame. Like, yeah. So yeah, they break in and reprogram Ed 209 as loyal as a puppy. And yeah. Somehow now it's their friend, but it still shoots all these other guys that come in. <laughs> That's what puppies do. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the a loyal thing, puppy. Yes. Well, the thing, I mean, obviously like, Hacker culture has always been fucking misrepresented in movies. Like, they've just never gotten it right completely, although Hackers is the greatest film ever made. Um, but, like, you know, the, she types in loyal as a puppy, which is absurd. But it's, like, loyal as a puppy to whom? Like, it was like, are you loyal yeah. as a puppy to the corporation or to me? Like, it just doesn't make yes. any goddamn sense. I will continue sense. to put, point my gun at you. At you. Also, I'm loyal. I mean, yeah. I know I'm splitting hairs here, but... I would prefer loyal as an old dog that's lived with you for several years and you've trained. That's <laughs> yeah. way more loyal than a puppy. A well-trained dog, yes. Yeah. Loyal. I think that, yeah, they mixed up like puppy following you around like a puppy. I don't know. See, that's, it was that's, fucking stupid. That's the point. It was fucking dumb. And I was so excited for that to happen, like that it was going to keep following them around and just show up. It was like, oh, just no. Just fetch with it. Like, yeah, like, like. Giving them away, like giving their uh, location away because it like yeah. pops out of somewhere. That's that's a great point. <laughs> it really w- would have been a lot of fun to, to see Ed Two and Nine show up at the end when 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 it when they're facing off against the uh, 
the splatter punks yeah. and the, 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 the yeah. rehab police that not oh, only what not, yeah yeah not, not, been perfect. Not, not only add to a nine there but then robocop shows up with the the, the, the rocket pack that would have been really yeah. really exciting it would have been and then you know when you see it get shot up and it falls down and like it's like it like be like a moving moment yeah it's like, it's right. like oh my oh. god we wrote we just wrote a better movie in, in two minutes. the reformed bad guy gets hurt marlo and me yeah. whatever although Marley. with the return Marley. of ed 209 there is i think in this movie i noticed there's an effort to sort of call back things from the first movie oh yes that yeah. they sort of forget in the second movie like i know like his like crazy usb knife like middle finger that comes out right terminator yeah, yeah that sort of makes a return at yep. 209's back I think some of the lines and I'd buy that stuff. for dollars back. Yeah, yeah. I'd buy for that for dollars back. Get our life. But not that it saves this movie in any fucking no, way, but they so seem boring. to kind of want to. Maybe it's just even lazier. Like they're just sort of hitting, like, here are the beats. Like, and, <laughs> well, at least it shows that they watched it. Right. I find in yeah. some of these marathons we do, it's as if the sequels, the people didn't even watch the original, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I give them props for that. But this movie was. Dog shit. Oh, we got a new RoboCop, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's uh, not the same actor. No. He looks awful, but I have to say, and I could be the only one in the room, but I think that they did a better job on the costume in this movie than they did, than they did in the previous one, at least yeah. in terms of just the coloring. Well, they sure. did some more interesting things with it, especially like the battle damage stuff was, sure. was interesting. And I like his uh, like Harry Potter lightning bolt scar he gets over his visor and stuff. <laughs> Isn't that, well, that was the second, 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 second one. Yeah. Second movie. See, dude, you know what? I clocked the fuck out of this movie. <laughs> yeah. I just like did not care. That's right. I paid attention. The biggest <laughs> addition is like the jetpack. Which they they tease it the entire movie. <laughs> and isn't it on the poster? Yeah, it's in the trailer. <laughs> it's, it's just a picture of the jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie, like the the villain or not villains, excuse me, the like sort of rebels see it or like that looks expensive and they grab it. And the whole movie he's like got it on and then keeps taking it off. Yeah. And he uses it for like Five they, fucking they seconds. Fucking like, yeah. the shit out. And then of they fly. I guess it's you like can totally see scene. the string in one of them. Yeah, Ar- no, Arc we, two did better. <laughs> when he comes did. through the window, it's so bumbling. Like yeah. like, oh, 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 smash. <laughs> yeah, he's going about. He's clocking at about five miles an hour, and the glass just gives like nothing. <laughs> and then he also ditches it, which that was weird to me. Like yeah, he gets yeah. he gets all the way up to the tower and then just takes it off. And I'm like, dude. Uh, oh, now I remember this movie. This yeah, is that yeah. stupid fucking Japanese corporation like yes. yeah. comes in well, and you like, don't remember the, the samurai. Yeah, the samurai bots. <laughs> Sa- samurai samurai. robots. Samurai yeah. robots. Broken up samurai face. bots. Yeah, yeah. Samurai bots. Yeah, that was actually that's the one thing in the entire movie that was not that bad. Which was they have this. Asian like uh, samurai guy Otomo that you you think is a regular guy and I'm not talking about the whole thing of him I'm talking about this one moment where he gets punched or something and it's the reveal that he is a robot somebody whacks him with a lead pipe in the jaw yeah Yeah. and his, his, his jaw completely unhinges and moves to the other side of his skull. Yeah. And they have a pretty cool looking sort yes. of prosthetic yeah. head. It's a great looking prosthetic. Yeah, he kind amazing. of fixes it. So cool that they come like bring it back later. Yeah. And it looks really fucking yeah, weird. So you have like the, the okay looking robot and then the smashed face robot. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. Like that was the one wrinkle where I was like, that's kind of cool. And then after that, like the samurai stuff was. Remember, remember the big double samurai duel? Yeah, which was like, nothing. Holy shit! But that, that's this whole movie though. It's just failed promises. Yeah. It's like they're set the, up and do yeah. not deliver. Yeah, they never deliver. Miss the mark. I don't know the the shooting the gun out of the guy's hand and then continuously shooting yeah. the gun. Oh, juggling man, there. Shit. Bullet juggling. <laughs> that, that 
was check this out. You know what? It, it was like it was like someone had it on the end of a string. It was going. Boing, no, boing, that, boing, that, that's boing. literally. literally what it was. That is yes. big fucking exactly what it was. You, I think I could see the string. It was so. It was awful. like a fishing lure, like yeah. just hanging out in space. Like yeah, it was fucking Dude, stupid. Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah. Robocop floating gun. No, no, but you have to have like a stick, like like in your back. Yeah, like yeah. straight hand. The gun's oh. just bouncing in front of you as you walk. Also, I have to say for this film, so the, I guess the idea in this one is there's rebels fighting the sort of Nazi takeover of the city by the corporation, right? Yeah. And the cops are like striking and stuff. But what's weird is that for the, how bad the movie is, the sort of like crew of actors they got to play these rebels it's yeah. all like pretty good character actors yeah, yeah. it's a lot of still relevant character yeah actors. it's like cch pounder yes. as sort of like one of them and then yeah. there's the like milton from office steven root is there steven root there's another uh, guy the lord of illusions is there with right. us yeah. <laughs> i don't know his real name uh, i never have that is the lord yeah. of illusions is his that's name. him but he was in a lot of stuff he was like he was like the main bad guy in super troopers yes he was right. the the military commandant on Malcolm in the Middle yes. for Francis's school. Yes. Uh, now is this the same guy that was on like Seinfeld? That's what I remember. I believe so. Yeah, he he, um, he was like Costanza's boss for like a few. Yeah, seasons. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, like the boss who didn't care about the company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did we JK. say Rip Torn already? Oh, Rip, Rip Torn. Torn. Right, a completely underused Rip Torn. Yeah, they didn't even care. Oh, yeah. and uh, also, how could we forget Amanda's like crush guy, Bradley Whitford? Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I just shut off yeah. after he died. I didn't care anymore. <laughs> you, I, I don't think I've ever seen you as genuinely upset as when he <laughs> was, blew his brains out. I was pretty upset. He's one of my <laughs> My favorite actors. I love you, him. You were sort of, as we all were, like half paying attention to the movie. And there's a scene, I guess, where people are starting to get fired from the corporation. There's a guy that like jumps out the window. Yep. He most people didn't notice it, but he makes a comment where he shows a gun and he's like, "If that ever happens to me, I'm gonna fucking kill myself." Yep. Mm-hmm. And then like two minutes later, Riptorn's like, "You're fired, asshole." And then, because you don't see it happen, he walks behind yeah. a door. The door shuts, and then you hear a gunshot. And Amanda, I remember you were like, "What?" <laughs> What, it what was like happened? old Yeller for me. Yeah. It was like so sad. I mean, Amanda literally got up out of her chair and left the room, and I was expecting to hear a gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I just, it was great. He was playing a weasel as he does well in yes. a lot of movies we love, like. Um, uh, Billy Madison, Billy he's Madison. so great in. Um, just and Cabin in the Woods, where he also gets killed, which makes me sad. But <laughs> yeah, this mermaid. is just devastating. Just devastating. It's all she had left. I know. All Amanda had left of that movie. Yeah. I, all my loyalty is was gone. Mm-hmm. Not and, loyal as a puppy anymore. And then we also had Mako in this. Or yes, uh, Mako. What is Mako? Mako? Yeah, like he's a very famous Japanese actor also yeah. in Conan the Barbarian oh yeah. right uh, right okay yeah. but uh, he was like the sort of head of the corporation right. that bought oh, out okay, yeah. the yeah. bought out yeah. yeah oh also Jeff Garland is yeah. it yeah it's like a donut shop as a Clark. not funny extra yeah. yeah that's actually kind of a funny joke in the movie there's a guy that walks yeah. into the donut shop is like give me everything yeah. you got and then there's like 8 billion cops <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know how like First of all, that's such a cartoon joke. Like, yeah. how would he not notice cops when he walks in? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. insane. But and, that was, like, kind of funny. And Shane Black. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 That, even, even that that crook who, who was holding up the, the, the diner, he looked familiar to me, too. Yeah, yeah. He was, he's, he was on Seinfeld. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I remember him. He was the one that um, he called Jerry phony. And oh, then, okay. And then he, then Jerry was like, yeah, I heard you think I'm phony. And then he's like, no, I meant it like Michael Jackson, like, bad. 
<laughs> oh, Jerry, you so phony. Yeah. Things that are better than RoboCop 3. Seinfeld yeah, is one of them. There's so many others. Yeah. It, sh- it should be telling that we keep going off on tangents when we're talking about RoboCop yeah. 3. It's the mind sucks, has a tendency man. to wander. That's what happened during the movie. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's RoboCop 3 in a nutshell. RoboCop, like, hey, it's me, RoboCop. Sits in a chair. <laughs> doesn't get up for a fucking hour while, like, every nothing happens except his partner gets killed. That's yes. about it. That's, I guess, a sad scene. That's a really important part. Anne Lewis dies at the hands of this relocation p- police. Of the Nazis. Yeah. 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 Of the Nazis. He's like a British Nazi from like mm-hmm. he yeah. might as well be in like the Great Escape or something. Yep. That's what he reminds me yeah. of. And, and like in the meantime the samurai robots like Anton Shiguring his way around trying, yeah. to, <laughs> trying to track him down. Like he just keeps going places and causing trouble on the way to get to RoboCop. Yeah. yeah, cutting down signs and not. Yeah, but yeah, he's just not in this fucking movie at all. No, like our here, our titular hero is not here. It's like there's a really funny five second film that's a parody called a uh, Robot Cop, and it's literally just RoboCop in a rowboat, like hanging out. <laughs> like that's all I can imagine he was doing during this movie yeah. because he's just not here. Totally. Not being a cop. What's this movie no. about? I'll tell you. Uh, the 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 real main character of this is Doctor Lazarus, played by Jill Hennessy. Right. Who was of crossing Jordan? That's right. Right. Yeah. Who who was an OCP in, in employee on, uh, until she refuses to install what a memory inhibitor mm-hmm. inside of Robo- Robocop and and the little girl Nico who's now living with the, the the resistance because she's been separated from her family. She says, "Hey, I know somehow where I can find Doctor Lazarus that Robocop is asking for and and." And so it's it's about the two of them, but even then we don't learn that much about either of them. Yeah, Pat, spinning I'm, wheels. I'm really sorry, but I got really bored with you just nutshelling. <laughs> <laughs> so Doctor Lazarus joins yeah. the resistance. Can we and have Bertha a dies of the film? Right and Bertha here. dies. Oh, and jetpack. Yeah. I want a jetpack out of that so movie. It, it does have a, it does end on a good line. Yeah, like like the Rip Torn asks him, yeah. like, well, what, what's your name again? He's like, my friends call me Murphy, but you can call me RoboCop. Yeah, <laughs> ah, nailed it. That's great. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we were just happy it was over. Yeah, that was the best. But it's so weird because it sounds like it's a reveal, but he's been called RoboCop <laughs> since movie one. Like, not it's well, nothing it, new. It was it's more a like threat. a yeah. It was it more was like a dig to him. Like, it's like you're. You know, like you're like, don't ask me what my name is. Yeah. You know my friend. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm RoboCop. You know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> you can't come to my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> you just got fired. You're powerless. Oh, <laughs> movie sucks. <laughs> Did it? Do you guys have anything else about it before we move on? Two things. All right, let's have it. I can throw them out real quick. Well, three. There's the scene in the beginning where he's chasing the hobos before he befriends the hobos, and instead of just getting out of his car. He shoots a hole in the roof and then pops yeah. out. <laughs> oh right! And that yeah. was pretty funny. And then and then he <laughs> has just opening his door. Like, yeah, he has different attachments for his arm now. And yeah. Now he has like a gun arm, which mm-hmm. I, I, I is just excessive and awesome and dumb. Um, and then there's a part of the scene where he's in another car chase, and uh, he commandeers this like pimp's car, like the big yes. Cadillac, a big pink, and just Cadillac. drives Cadillac. it into the ground. And it's got like all these flashing LED lights on it and stuff. And it's like super <laughs> not Robocopy. <laughs> and that was kind of funny. That's funny. Actually, the guy that plays this pimp's funny. pretty yeah. funny because he's just like, what are you 
motherfucker gets a switchblade out, sees it's Robocop. He's like, well, right, right, this way. I'm, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Asbister. Didn't mean to bother yeah. you. And, and, the, and, the, and the, like, the low-yield nuclear device that the guy has in a briefcase. Right. Which he set to detonate while he was still there. Right. Like... I, I don't. I still don't know what the plan was with Bad that. Well, there, it only goes twenty yards, Richard. Yeah, yeah twenty clearly. Twenty yards. Well, it was much bigger than twenty yards yeah. in that yeah. shot. But there was a kill switch in Otomo that 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 that, that when, however many copies of them are are put out of commission, because we see three of them, uh, then this briefcase is going to detonate. Um, just wide enough to only destroy the building that they're in. Yeah. Ideally. Yeah. <laughs> Good plan. Uh-huh. Only the building. Just enough to end the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. What about the fallout? Because it was nuclear, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I, it yes. had to have been. Yeah. I mean, it was just so bright. Yeah. Detroit was already in bad shape. You know, I don't know if anyone's even going to notice, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's done. <laughs> um, great. Well, that's going to bring us to the final film, which is the one that just came out this month, the 2014 remake of RoboCop. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of love in the room. No. For the new Robocop. We saw it. There's a thing it happened. You watched it. You can't unwatch it. <laughs> all right. It, so I will allow you guys to shit all over this movie in just a moment. And, I, and you're totally welcome to. I, I just want to like preface the whole thing by just saying this. First of all, I would have never gone and seen this movie at all. Unless we did this marathon, because I, you know how I, like, I hate these like remakes and redoing old shit. Like it's terrible. So I, I went in with like rock bottom, zero point zero percent expectations, ready to just be bored and hate it. And I gotta say, like, I'm not gonna sit here and like jump on the grenade to defend this movie. Like, it's not a great movie. <laughs> it's not like fantastic. I, like nothing like that. But I was sort of surprised that I didn't think it was that bad. Like, I kind of liked it. Like, I didn't love it, Hmm. but I thought it was, like, okay. And the main reason, I won't go on forever, but, like, the main reason I sort of liked it was it really took this interesting angle of, like, and I mentioned it earlier, as RoboCop as body horror and just sort of taking that concept of taking a dead guy or a near-dead guy, putting him in this robot machine and really exploring it for a very long time in much more than, like, the original movie did in terms of what does that mean how fucked up is that? What are like the moral implications? There's in particular a scene where they sort of remove the uh, robotic parts of RoboCop and reveal like just lungs and a head and like one hand that some asshole, I guess, like decided he needed to keep, which I was like, it kind of surprised me. Like I didn't, I wasn't ready for it. And it was, I found it somewhat disturbing. And it was, it, honestly, it's probably the best part of the movie is that scene. Yeah, I, it was the most interesting idea in the movie. I don't really know if I thought the execution was super great. I think the lung sure. effects look kind of goofy. Um, and I found myself re- thinking back on the other movies today, being more disturbed by the scene where uh, RoboCop was dismantled and in pieces in the previous film yeah. than I was right, in disturbed two, right? in two yeah. than I was at all disturbed by this. I think maybe because the prosthetic and uh, puppetry work was so well done in the second movie that I like it felt tangible to me. It felt like he had really been dismantled. Whereas this, all I could imagine was just computer graphics. There was something I that dis I had a disconnect on. 
Um, but I did like it as a concept. But I, I think for me, it's more less less how it looks because I agree it's obviously CG. Yeah. Like I wouldn't say I was grossed out like at the lungs and stuff. It's mm -hmm. more like the shots of his brain later mm -hmm. when they're taking his skull off. That mm -hmm. was pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah. But to me, it was just the fact that it was even being discussed. Mm -hmm. Like I was so ready for like. Here's RoboCop, buy the toys, like mm -hmm. who gives a fuck? Like I was ready for like zero thought. Mm -hmm. So the fact that it was even like a somewhat kind of intelligent discussion on like what are the moral implications of doing this, I was mm -hmm. just sort of surprised that it even went there. Mm -hmm. and every time he swallowed, it was really gross because like you <laughs> yeah. could see it and like it was they made like a yeah, distinct cool. sound. Yeah, it was yeah. I me, thought it was I mean, I agree with you. I think it was a cool addition to it and it was it was very gross and kind of ha like haunting. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just imagine, like, and it is interesting because I couldn't help but put myself in a situation where it's just like, imagine I was just a head with a bag of organs right? hanging from it. Yeah. yeah. And like literally couldn't do anything but was fully conscious and that it would it's be a up. fucking nightmare. Like, yeah, and actually he is like, kill me, kill yeah. me right now, yeah. kill me. And actually Pat, you mentioned earlier, like in RoboCop 2, you got freaked out as a kid. Like, I wouldn't, I, obviously I didn't have a blackout or like no. have a panic attack, but this, that, I wasn't ready for that scene in this movie where now that shit comes off and it like kind of disturbed me a little bit. Well, the, the setup for it, I think is really good too, because when we first, you know, we see the explosion happen and we're, we're getting into it, right? Yep. Sure, I mean, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yep, yep, we, yeah. We, see the, right we see the explosion and we see his kind of body laying there and he's like, okay, well he doesn't look too badly hurt, right? I mean, he's probably he's missing his left arm and left leg. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, then, cause then we see him in the hospital bed and like, he's all bandaged up and we see that he's missing arms and legs right. and his eyes kind of messed up. And then they're just talking about, Oh, you know, we're going to do all these things to get him in the suit and like, Oh, okay. So then when you see him in the suit, you think you're, I'm picturing his yeah. torso and his leg and part of his arm. Thing, yeah. But then when like, they, they take his legs off, it's like, Oh, okay. They took both of his legs. Yeah. And then, then the torso drops <laughs> yeah, down and like, then oh, both shit. the arms comes off. It's and the hands just like out there in space. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. They, yeah. they really they destroyed took this man. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it, it wasn't just like in, in the first Robocop where they just oh, lose the arm. Like I'm, I still imagining a torso inside that yeah. suit right that's a great question how much do you believe is left of alex murphy's body in the previous robocop movies torso yeah definitely. i think it's like torso and yeah. head yeah, yeah. like okay. upper upper torso yeah. maybe because like when we see him dismantled it's like he's like at a least, bust at of least a the ribs at least down to the yeah. ribs he's still there i would i would say okay so the hardest part about this movie especially in watching the original on the same day is that there's just no action and no awesome violence. Yeah, it's just not as interesting, well, yeah. you know. Oh, cool. And the vi the violence itself, you know, obviously, I think the rating. What's the rating on this PG one? PG thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. which is such a waste. It's not a RoboCop movie. I get why they do it. It's an appeal, whatever. But I don't know. It just pales in comparison. And it's like, go make a different movie. You know, don't revamp this one. Go make a different one if you want to make a movie. There is no, right. there's no purpose just, to remaking this movie. Yeah, amongst like the remakes of movies that have come out over the past few years, it's just, I don't know. I agree that the, the concept of delving into the body horror was appealing, like that I wanted to know more about that, a more detailed look at it. But everything else about this movie is what is offensive to me about rem modern remakes of old movies. It's like, let's take a concept and water it down beyond any recognition of what the <laughs> right. original I concept yeah. was. It's not as violent. It's not as satirical. It's not it's, funny. It's not as funny. It's right. not as, uh, the action isn't as interesting. It's just like there's, n the actor isn't as interesting who plays Robocop. It's like literally everything that was from the original that was great 
gets washed away. It kind of like, gets mired down in the whole, like, the th- same thing that, like, Conan d- did yeah. the Conan remake, where it's like, let's focus more on his feelings and, like, what what's going on with his family. Like, that needs to be a big thing. And, like, what are the people that are doing this to him thinking? Like, is it a moral struggle for them? It's like, that's not what we're going to see RoboCop for. Right. Yeah. You know what's weird for me, though? Like, the less they made it like RoboCop, the more I was open to, like, being kind of okay with it. I feel the same way. It is a weird line to have yeah. to tread of, like, if, you, I, if you're doing a remake, you don't want to do the exact yeah, same thing. I, like, that's what I hate. Like, I fucking despise, like, here's the same movie, here's all the beats you like. It's like, why am I watching this? Right. Like, at least they made it different. Like, I kind of liked that. But, right. Yeah, which I'm okay with, like, taking a new, you know, again, I don't know. It, it is a really hard line to follow because... It's like, if you're going to do something different, then why make RoboCop? Right. And if you're going to do it something similar, but tweak it, at least has to be as interesting as the original version. You know, like, at least in concept. You right. know, like, you're probably never going to execute it as well. But bring something to the table. Like, what, this movie didn't bring anything There's to the table. literally zero interesting action scenes. Yeah. The, they're like, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll totally give you that. Like, I actually would have liked the movie. Like, take them all out. Like I thought that shit yeah, was lame. Absolutely. Like the shootout with the robots with that weird fucking right. yodeling Yodel song. Music. Like, that was weird. Yeah. Worst soundtrack ever yeah. in the movie. By the way, because there's nothing invested in that sequence. Yeah. There, there's yeah. no yeah. consequence. That was bad. Like I'll no totally consequence. Agree. Also, there's nothing tactical about it. They're in a giant warehouse with there's a bunch of skinny columns and there's like 40 robots. This one dude who's like training him and then RoboCop and just go like there's nothing there's nothing to be and, achieved yeah it's like it's like if you can't beat these 54 super deadly robots robocop <laughs> you fail and you're going right. to the junk heap it's like really is that what's it say how about you pair him against like one or two robots first see how he does not just go to 54 and then you're junk but talk about watered down to your point matthew it's like the first robocop He's RoboCop. He shoots at a firing range and then he's on the fucking street. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was awesome. We don't need training session. <laughs> right. well, it's because, like, like so Matthew stupid. said, Verhoeven just knows what the audience needs right. to get to the next scene exactly. and he just keeps it moving. Go. There's no parts of RoboCop 1 that drag, mm-hmm. and almost all of this movie was dragging. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess I can see that. Like, to me, what's interesting about the shootout scene with the robots is not the action. Like, I don't give two shits about that. The wrinkle of it that I liked was when they're like, oh, yeah, uh, he thinks he's doing this, but, like, he ain't doing right. shit. Like, we're it, we're tricking him. Like, the, the people in this movie that made RoboCop, obviously Miguel Ferrer is, like, a piece of crap in the mm-hmm. first movie, and they don't have his interest at heart, but they really drive it home in this one. Like, these guys are scumbags. Yeah. Like, they don't give a fuck about him. They're like being really kind of evil in what they're doing. But see, the problem is as an audience member, this is just my personal reaction to the movie, but yes, I agree. They are scumbags and they don't give a shit about RoboCop. But at the end of the day, I don't give a shit about (laughs) RoboCop. Right. So like, what do I care if they fuck him up? You know what's weird? Maybe this is my bad. I kind of liked the guy that played RoboCop. I don't know why, but this, but I, I brought something weird to this and that like, he's in that show, the killing, right? And I, I, I actually don't even like that show that much, but I really mm-hmm. like him as an actor in it. He was the thing I kind of liked. So I, th- I totally like brought to this. I didn't even know it was him. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. know who was playing RoboCop. Mm-hmm. And that actor came out and I was like, oh, I really like that guy. Yeah. And as soon as I thought that, like, I was just kind of rolling with him. Uh, yeah. yeah. And all that stuff with his family and stuff. Like, I, it definitely goes on for a goddamn eternity. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say it doesn't. But uh, I don't know. Like, I felt sort of sympathetic to him. Well, yeah. And well, okay. 
we talk about how he becomes RoboCop. It's a bomb, and yeah, he gets well, yeah, that's he gets lame. blown up. But it's like a far away shot. <laughs> like talk about the complete opposite of the first RoboCop movie. Yeah, it is it's like yes. blown oh, up, and it's different. like not even up close. There's like fire, and then it's like a far away shot. That was I don't know. I was really disappointed. Yeah, it's just this, it's, it's I think it's a problem of resources, right? I mean, like the original RoboCop is for the time especially like really well put together as far as a sci-fi movie for that time it just looks really great it feels very tangible robocop remake or 2014 or whatever you want to call it obviously has a fuck ton of money behind it but it's like it's so glossy that i feel like as an audience member i just felt I never connected with it. It was like, okay, I can see the money on the screen, but and I can see that they did a bunch of cool CG recreations of his murder scene, like from eight different angles. Like, <laughs> right. like I don't care. Frank, Frank Sinatra playing on a hologram. Yeah, like spinning like, around during and the, his dream falls away. <laughs> like, I just don't give a shit. Nothing oh. about that re- makes me relate to the character. That's one thing I just want to interject real quick. This movie is absolutely fucking in love with the 360 rotating shot. Yeah, yes, oh, it's all over the place. Way too much of that. Yeah, but it just the money. The money doesn't help the script. And I think that for for me, it was like I was constantly having to pay attention to how much they were trying to uh, wow me visually over me actually caring about any of the characters. Like none of like you said, none of the action scenes made me invested. Sure. Like when the, when the final scene happened, like the big action scene, it just kind of came and went, and it was like, oh, that that was the final fight, I guess. The like, end of it is <laughs> literally just him getting his ass whooped and then running away. Yeah, yeah, Are that's you, it, dude. You're totally right. Like in terms of if if you're looking for an awesome kick ass action movie, mm-hmm. like this new RoboCop, hey, got it. Yeah, wait for the no rain chance. Too. But I think that's what I was sort of surprised by. Like I didn't. I, I already have that movie. It's called RoboCop, the original. Like, so the fact that it had nothing to do with that, well, but see, I sort think, of interesting. I think you're assuming that it didn't try, but it totally tried to be that, and yeah, it just failed. Not really. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't think so. <laughs> there's it's so didn't. many scenes no, of no, him rolling, there, rolling out a motorcycle, being dumb, badass. There's dumb action scenes. I'll agree, but to me, that's not the focus of the movie. It really isn't. Like, if you look at it. There's like three of those action scenes and they're pretty much put in because mandatory. They're like, well, we can't make a RoboCop movie and not have any action scenes. But honestly, I think it would have been a better movie if they if they weren't there. Like they all were. the strengths. of the, No, they were. Yeah. But I'm just saying all this, all the strengths of the movie were not that shit at all. Like it was all the the like his body and making him and the, the, and the program and yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. And I, I, I liked uh, his relationship with the, with Omar from the wire or whatever is yeah. uh, that stuff was fun. Like it was it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, black black no. suits you, black looks good yeah, what was that you. Now you're, about? Now that you're was black funny. like me. That made like, me laugh. Yeah, I, guess. <laughs> I mean, it was weirdly racist, yeah, but like it kind of very strange. It's like, very yeah, you're black. Mike. And I'll be the first to say as much as I love him, I'm a huge fan and I liked that he's in movies. I think Michael Keaton was just distracting in this movie. I don't know why he was there. I don't know why he was cast as that part. I, I, I liked him. He I, was pretty uh, despicable. Like, I thought he was kind of cool. Would, like, I would it, agree with Amanda and actually say that this whole movie is very confused. Like, it's tonally, like, kind of all over the map for me. And It's constantly going to, like, the Samuel Jackson, Bill O'Reilly, like, spoof right, type yeah. thing. 
but it's also like it's got like these corporate this, this, this cast of corporate characters and one of them's like Jay Baruchel like trying to make jokes and stuff and <laughs> then there's like right. the family drama and then there's Gary Oldman who's like this conflicted like good but like kind of fucked up scientist Jackie Earl Healy as like the mechanics engineer field agent who's like a badass he reminded me of the guy from the, the crazy awesome Charlito or whatever from uh, uh, Elysium. Elysium yeah, yeah. reminded me Charlton a lot of that guy. well he even had the exact same like exoskeleton <laughs> right I was but like shitty, oh, but like a shitty exoskeleton yeah, like, yeah. did they just borrow that Kmart from, from Elysium? Elysium I don't know what I kind of dug the Sam Jackson stuff I hate it I don't oh, know I why I don't that. necessarily like, dislike it but it's just like uh, with everything else it's just like right. it makes it more jumbled well I kind of like that too because that's one of the great things about the first movie is this sort of satire of they took 80s culture and, and made fun of that and in this movie took like okay we got the like 2000s paranoia about terrorists and the kind of extreme politics and then I, that they threw that in there seems like an interesting choice I mean I I get if you're not feeling the movie it's it's not going to add anything mm. for you well, but it made me. There was probably was the one interview part that was pretty funny, where like as soon as as soon as it yeah, looked it like it was going in the direction he yeah. wanted, he cut out the guy he didn't yeah. want. Or anymore. like, oh, when he's like, is the Senate pro crime? Like, yeah. you know, it's like obviously they're not. Like that, I don't know. I like that. I but I think for for me, what didn't work about the satire stuff, like it does in the first movie, is like you said, Verhoeven did such a great job oh, yeah. of making the movie work in itself and as a satire sure this was just so on the nose we're gonna make yeah. fun of this there was right. no it was just too blatant it was just like oh look at we're making fun of like the, the political culture that exists today and whereas then, the first movie was so underlined it was so well so well handled and just aesthetically for that it was very boring <clears throat> like he was just standing yeah. in a room moving around like I don't know. There's something about when it would cut to the TV scenes for for the original robot that were really fun. Because well, it was also yeah. interlaced with commercials yeah. Yeah. that would like give it's you the crazy. feel of the world. I kept thinking about the Will I Am via hologram. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like that's literally all I thought totally. about the whole time. Well, that I think because it was like CNN gone yeah. horribly wrong. Yeah, enough, just he's he's like using connect and like yeah. doing all this dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but but to open and close with the Sam Jackson satire news show like that that's the opening and closing of the movie oh, right i i don't feel that it worked as a good button like for, for no for the story at all well i um, will say that th- th- especially the start of the movie where they're like live from afghanistan or wherever Tehran, they are Tehran, right yeah. yeah that was like a whole nother movie was going yeah. on because once that wrapped up i was like oh wow this is like terrorists no this is crazy and then they like never went back to that ever again. yeah surprisingly i like it started i know josh before we went into the movie said something about like the mo- the original script for this movie was more about terrorists and blah, i was like oh that seems kind of not like not a good idea like maybe we should make a fun action movie about that right now but um and then the opening scene started and i was actually a little surprised about how well i think that scene was handled like it does it pulls no punches it's like incredibly critical of of like western influence like it was it was like pretty well balanced like it was it was sympathetic and then that movie ended (laughs) <laughs> and, then, and then the next one started and I was like a little disappointed because that is an interesting idea like take the drone kind of debate yeah and then kind of throw it into this I mean I guess in the same way they do in Into Darkness in a way it's like mm-hmm. sort of a similar right. connection also yeah. featuring Robocop yes yeah. <laughs> absolutely as long as we're, we're, we're on what a timely, timely theme would be because that, that sequence in, in Tehran does uh, be, begin the movie and launches into the story, um, I didn't. I didn't begin to to get it or or understand 
the context of what this story would be today until I finally saw Jackie Earl Haley wearing that 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 that, that augmented frame strength armor thing mm. in Tehran and and him walking among those 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 walking drones that I finally understood what the direction of the movie would would, would be about about um, uh, modern day robotic prosthesis and how it re- relates to injured veterans mm-hmm. and that yeah, became a really yeah. great plot I, I, or a really great common thread in in this story yeah. which, right Gary Oldman's whole purpose exactly well, Gar- there was a really touching scene the guy with the guitar yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. like that was kind of <clears throat> fucked up yeah. like, I sort of like that actually yeah. that was weird because that, that scene is really cool and yes. like he's playing he's playing this guitar like really beautifully with these robotic hands but then he starts to get more emotional he's like well, when you get more emotional, it kind of changes the brain, the chemistry of your brain. You have to like stay calm. But I don't really feel like they really integrated that. Sure. I was like, that's gonna, yeah. be, oh, that's definitely gonna be something that comes back in the story later. Nope. Well, yeah. I mean, I it, think it, it does. It definitely does. No, because like, they was that Alex having the seizure? Me levels yeah. down. Yeah, they yeah. That's how he becomes him. like kind of RoboCop, no emotion. Because yeah. they're like, oh shit, his emotions are running. Yeah, because yeah. he's running high. Okay, I guess I just clocked. I guess I clocked out. Yeah, clocked out. But see, I didn't like that. I like, I like the concept in the original RoboCop obviously better were that they blank him out he is full on right. RoboCop he, yeah. He, oh, yeah. he he is monotone he is all business yeah. and this like he's like still kind of like oh I'm me I'm sorry this is kind of weird and awkward for everybody it's weird for me too so let's Going get home to your family yeah like right. like you know it's very emotional but then they then they make him into RoboCop and then for a little bit it's actually kind of interesting <laughs> like it's like okay he's RoboCop he's going around yeah, and he's resting pe- people he's yeah. resting people and then he's like oh like then he has like the freak out where he's gonna go after the people who killed him like in the original RoboCop okay this is and then he has like this big crazy shootout with the villain who killed him like like the whole big point like oh he's gonna Valen. get yeah Valen the, the big the big villain of the story who killed him and he's dead like yeah, all of a sudden right. yeah there's, there's like no well, pomp and circumstance yeah, it was, to it it's just dead it, it, the movie definitely gets kind of weirdly plot heavy because there's all these twists and turns of like the chief of police is like right. in with the criminals yeah. and all and there's like corrupt cops so like it definitely is a little murky and and it's funny actually Alexei who went with us he had a really funny criticism where he's like they made this guy and they didn't think that he would figure out that they're the bad guys. Yeah. Like, what yeah. were well, they thinking? When they upload all this yeah. like right. information. Which is into fun. Him. That's pretty funny. Like, well, I like that. And you were saying, Matt, like, it's really stupid that they have the technology to harness all the, like, all the satellite imagery and CCTV CCTVs around right. the city and stuff. And they have all the, these incredible databases that they just plug into him and then he's just like, the the, the 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 mixer of, of, of sorts that just puts it all together and goes okay I'm gonna go out and just I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna arrest these people but they could just have a computer do that and send right. people and send yeah. the cops out yeah. to do right. it like we don't need robocop we, we, we yeah. just saw this guy over here yeah. so go here <laughs> yeah the logic's pretty faulty did they play up and maybe I missed it did they play up that cops were dying a little um, bit. A little bit, yeah. I mean, because that's the original idea. It's like, we need to send something more invincible. Well, but we're it wasn't... manpower. Well, that's the thing. Like, in this movie, it's less about, oh my God, the streets are a war zone and we need anything. It's more like, I want to sneak, like, robots yeah, into right. yeah. through this, it was like, a, Senate right. They were just looking for something to exploit yeah. He's in order basically, to transition robots into America. Military. Yeah, because in the original RoboCop, they said, like, we lost five good officers yeah. last week. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, but there's, yeah. like, that level of threat isn't 
it's it's actually scenery. they don't yeah they don't care at all about solving crime yeah it's basically just this spin zone of like can we get people to get behind this bill and let's mm-hmm. make this guy mm-hmm. which is another reason i thought it was somewhat interesting i mean i understand like that has nothing to do with it being an action movie at all but i i just like this sort of this just how despicable the people were mm-hmm. that were dealing like they're they're bad enough in the 80s but like they are such monsters yeah in i could have used a lot more cackling <laughs> <laughs> sure but uh and then i you know i don't know like i kind of like when gary oldman's like fuck this shit and like letting him free like yeah that, that sort of warmed my heart a little that's bit. my favorite part of the entire yeah. movie yeah. because that's the most proactive that yeah. any of these characters are apart from robocop himself when he's using the the, the the tools that have been pushed upon him, seeing Gary Oldman's character accept this 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 lofty payoff to sell out R- R- Robocop and sell his soul away, and then moments later he goes downstairs and says, hey, they're trying to kill us, come on, let's, yeah. let's go. That was incredible, and it's so damn brief. Yeah. yeah. That well, the, the rest of the movie the pales. the moment yeah. where he's now, okay, he's not making a greedy decision. It's yeah. like, oh, let me do what's right. Right. It's like the one time. Because up until then, it was clear to me that that, that, that he was he was making these moral compromises. And, Absolutely. And he was being talked into implementing his work into uh, new avenues and being bullied in, in, into it, yes. But, but, but it, it was fascinating to watch that performance and that character. And yeah. so it's he not keeps making bad decisions. Yeah. They keep being like, we need this shit to work. Yeah. And then he goes in and like unplugs his brain. And then he does it so well. Yeah. He does it so well. And it's like that sort of the <laughs> devil then, draws lines in the sand thing. I want to know who that guy was, the murderer that went to the Robocop press conference. <laughs> like what? I've got to see this guy. <laughs> They're yeah, never like, going to catch me. He's <laughs> like wanted for murder and rape. It's like, I'm going to go where all the cops are. And like are. front and center. Yeah. Like, just right there. Yeah. I the two cops that were next to him that didn't know. Hey, the best place to hide is in that, that exactly. kind of cracked me up a little bit. They're like, ladies and gentlemen, Roto- Robocop, and he just immediately makes an arrest. Yeah, in like yeah. Two well, seconds. you know, when you, when you when you gather like a hundred, couple hundred people together, one of one of them. Oh yeah, completely. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty funny. Like, just like, oh yeah, obviously there's going to be at least one person who's committed a crime. I mean, you're going to find somebody. Yeah, it's just. It's yeah. just yeah. I just thought it was funny that he was like front and center. Yeah. Like he just didn't care. <laughs> he didn't give a shit. That was hard because there were so many good actors. I love Gary Oldman. Oh, yeah, he's I yeah. love him. And he but, was fine in this movie. He's fine, but it's just like he's so good to be even in this movie kind of bothered me. Gary Oldman like, does he need a paycheck? has been like, in why? bad movies. Oh, yeah. He certainly has. Like, he's the, I mean, I understand, I understand what you're saying, but I mean, this isn't a new thing. Like He, yeah. he, he does paycheck movies, too. I guess yeah. so, yeah. It's just so funny. I don't know. See, I was curious about what this movie was going to tell us about what spin on these characters, and now my curiosity is is uh, is taken care of. So, um, I appreciated seeing seeing more of of Robocop's personal life with his marriage, because that that's what we got it in a different way that that, that we never got in, in the other ones before. About we we see more details of how of how intimate and how in love his family was and 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 we see a greater detail and a whole different look of 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 how it tears them apart afterward about i don't know man him not being able to see them like i hear you i do but i just didn't for me it was like that one scene of his son dressing up like 
Satan in Halloween. In the first one, yeah. yeah the just like one, yeah. it did it for me. It was like, sure. oh man, I remember. Like that'd be real sad. Think about your kid. Oh yeah, yeah. That new, photo. Uh, new wife of Robocop's pretty good looking. I, I gotta give you. Well, that Abby Cornish. Well, they're both good looking. Man. Yeah, she's fine. They're all good looking. It's fine. I felt bad for her, man. <laughs> oh sure. She was pretty. Bad. All I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm saying. To me, in RoboCop 1, they did in, like, one or two scenes that got me just as emotionally connected as they did in, like, 40 fucking minutes. Sure, sure. Yeah, because it was oversaturation. What's great about the first one is you're just getting blurps. You're getting small little snippets of his life previously. In this one, she's, like, full up in it, and it just makes me less sympathetic to the character for some reason. Let it be known, I don't prefer this one. I... I was m- merely Why curious. Why don't you marry this movie, Pat? <laughs> because yeah. it's married to Robocop. There's a bullet ring on her finger. She is a married woman. He is a married robot. Um, I was just curious about, about what horse shit that the, the, they were going to shovel and how they were going right. to stack it for us. I'm, mm. Dude, I'm with you. Like, yeah. uh, to me, yeah, if the preference, like, which one do I like better? I don't know. The original Robocop by like yeah. a thousand. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. That movie's fantastic. But I, I'll take an interesting new take with some warts than like a photocopy. That's kind of my take. Like at least it was different. Like that that was a nice surprise for me. But I'm, I mean, I think about stuff like, and I know you haven't seen it. I don't think you saw it, right? But the, you didn't see the Evil Dead remake. No. Okay, the Evil oh, Dead remake. So much better. See, yeah. like it does the same. It's like very violent and it's very the same tone, but it's a completely different <laughs> set of characters. Yeah. With like it's just a, a similar a comparable. I wouldn't say it was the same tone. I mean, it's actually well, scary it's quite movie. different. But what well, you know, the tone of just like being like horror in the woods, isolation, like that. Sure. Kind of but what's stuff. great, but what I think you know, like I don't want to give too much away because John hasn't seen it. He probably will never see it. But the the thing that's great about the Evil Dead remake is that they very clearly distinguish it as not a remake of the original, and that there's possibility that this is just a, another story about that section in the woods. That it's like, no, we're just revisiting it, a new generation of people that are now haunted, just like the previous generation was haunted with Bruce Campbell. So it's like, it's not a remake, but this is, real RoboCop is the most offensive type of remake of an original classic. Whereas Evil Dead, like if Ash from the original Evil Dead, and they make the next movie, and he's standing side by side with the main hero girl of the remake, or with the reboot, it would make perfect sense, yeah. which is why, it, to me, it's like not offensive because it's like, oh, these two movies exist simultaneously. Like, it's I don't know. I think it's just handled more respectfully than anything RoboCop did in, in the remake. Right. And I, honestly, maybe it's my bad because I, I really like RoboCop a lot, but I've yeah. seen it. This was maybe like my third time. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, it's not in this like, I've seen it a billion like, times. Yeah. I love it. Like, yeah, yeah. So I'm a little more open to like, yeah, new one, whatever. Absolutely. Like, whereas like Evil Dead is like, yeah. I fucking worship that movie. Yeah. So that's why I'm like a stickler. About Don't get me it. wrong. I'm not saying Evil Dead doesn't have its flaws because there are some things about it that I was like, yeah, I wish they hadn't done that. But at the end of the day as a whole package yeah as a whole yeah, package sure. it is one of the better remakes and actually like i said it manages to divert itself from that main problem of rebooting something which is it in no way erases or covers up what right. originally happened that's interesting yeah. so but yeah and it doesn't really like it doesn't do the oh we gotta have i mean call me if i'm wrong but it doesn't have like the oh well this is like one of those famous things that happened in the first one so we gotta kind of do that no, too they did it and once it's, or it's like a couple of things yeah. but it's not just like here's the part oh well yeah, yeah there are there yeah, one. Okay. there's like one yeah. big one yeah. actually this movie Robocop had some of those and they were all yeah. really lame yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like when the guy's like I wouldn't buy that for a dollar it's oh, like shut the fuck 
Christ, up. That yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Dead or Alive. Uh, yeah, Dead or Alive, you're coming with me. And even in the end, Michael Keaton was putting his hands yeah. out, being like, go ahead, arrest oh, yeah. me. It might, might as well have been the same scene. Yeah. 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 yeah, Like, that's what's weird. Anytime they tried to sort of reference the original, I just went like, ugh. Like, yeah, I did yeah. not like yeah, it. Yeah, it didn't work. Although, the Dead or Alive, you're coming with me was actually kind of, I thought it was a clever twist on it. Sure. Because instead of him saying that the 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 perpetrator it's, it's like yeah. if I, yeah me if i'm dead or alive you're yeah. coming if it you know, like, kills me i'm going to shoot yeah, you yeah exactly i thought that was a slightly yeah. clever yeah. twist <laughs> i want to talk about that moment more but because watching the movie i didn't i didn't pick up on one tiny detail that was actually important for how robocop is able to do what he does for for being able to fire a gun at at the head of omni products that it's because he's firing the gun with his human hand Right. Is is that how he's able to do that? That's what I. That's the. I mean, that's, that's the only reason I can think of that they would even bother to keep that thing on. <laughs> because they yeah. didn't. They didn't even try yeah. to really openly explain why he was able to shoot Michael Keaton. Right. Other than the fact that he was holding it with his sure. human hand. I was yeah. confused so, I mean, I, because it seemed to to be a point of clearly they're showing us he can't fire at what they call red targets. Yeah. So right. so he's straining it physically, can't even lift up his arm. But I didn't notice which hand he was holding the gun sure. in at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, so honestly, it, did, I, it played to me as just like the human spirit overcomes the program yeah, in general. Felt, that's not that enough. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's not, not enough, enough because the whole theme of all these movies is can you control it by putting right. microchips in it? And they had been telling us up until now, yes, right. you can. I know. Yeah. I, I think and now it's, it's just this is the one moment where he find, he he felt so strongly that he needed to die. But then why I don't else buy that. They keep that one hand. Yeah. Like it's so weird. I think it was. Yeah. A, I think yeah. because we were. All, I don't know. We talked about it, but yeah. we were all wondering why chop him up into lungs and esophagus <laughs> and then leave one floating hand out there. Right. Like I think it had yeah. to have been the plot device for why yeah. he could right. shoot him. Maybe like, yeah. I think it's the right. only and, reason, and that's why that's so weak compared to the other thing of like you're fired. Like that was such a great moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. and also the moment of like just like the visual of when he's just a computer screen and says, "Why is he got the other arm?" I thought we decided to lose the arm. Right. Yeah. Right. Get rid of Cut it. it. Right. Yeah. 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 And they just say prep him for surgery. It's like, oh gosh. Yeah. Plus, why is why is why were they on the top of a tall building and you're gonna shoot a guy, the bad guy? And he doesn't fall off. I don't get it. <laughs> you wanted to see Michael Keaton fucking got so shot bad. off yeah. that building. I'm I was so even, sick of guys falling. Like, uh, I get it. I wasn't even know. sure where he had been fired into, where, where either of them were actually shot at. Because both of them got a right. shot off. Yeah. I don't know if Michael Keaton's character was fatally wounded. Or because Robocop couldn't aim properly, he just winged Shot him, winged Shot him in the arm. <laughs> I was, I was, I was horribly underinformed about the, oh, the ending. This yeah. weirded me out. Like I know I've been singing the praise of this movie, but this is just a complete weird logic flaw for me. They have this whole bill that like robots are not allowed on U.S. soil, and then at the headquarters, Drums. there's like a shitload of ED two hundred nines there. Well, I no. think, I, I think no. those are in China. Well, no, 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 no. They're in building. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're sitting in Detroit. They're not policing the public. They're only protecting they're their private, private security. Grounds. So they're allowed to be there. They just where they build. Them. They're not. Yeah. They're not approved for deployment yeah. and enforcement. Seem like a weird. Yeah, they like, can't patrol. I mean, when yeah. there's a bill that's like no robots patrolling, and then they're patrolling. Well, I think I think it would be weird to be like, yes, you can build these, but they can't be on your premises. See, to me, a red is like, well, we need a fight with these robots. Let's hope no one could be that too. That was that, and the CG in that scene was awful. Yeah, real bad. He was a little Why wouldn't they just try around. to like build one of those in like a soundstage 
and have someone actually wrestling it. Because it you couldn't been so do those six, 360 camera degrees. <laughs> exactly. But, but, I, but I did love uh, that he just was standing underneath it. Right. Like the obvi- that was a good tactic. The, the oh, yeah. obvious weakness smart. of the Ed 209 for yeah. all these movies has just that, been like, dude, you just stand underneath it and you'd be and then, fine. Or go downstairs. And then our Omar yeah. coming out being like, I don't have a gun so you can't shoot and then RoboCop gets away. I mean, that's... He outsmarted him, man. No one else thought yeah, to no do, one it. Could do it. Yeah, <laughs> no one could do it. Yeah, I agree. Unarmed. Like, it's fuck <laughs> it. I, see, those, that's when the movie's bad. Yeah. It's like, why even have the fight? Just have him like, yeah. drive up, talk to Michael Keaton. Like, who cares? Because it's, it's RoboCop. No. That's why you had the fight, John. No, it's RoboDrama. It's RoboDrama. That's the movie. <laughs> you didn't, then just call the movie Sad Cyborg Cop. Yeah. Sure. Let's be done with it. Yeah. yeah. I would, I like Sad I like, Cyborg Cop. I totally like this movie more if it was a Sad, uh, sad if, Cyborg Cop. If the movie was just Emo Cop, I like it, man. Like, that was a part of the movie. I, I think it could work. Yeah. Uh, just need, we, we just have to embrace it. that was not RoboCop was, like, kind of okay. Well, it, it's, it's, it's so <laughs> and I was I was really confused with what happens after that. Is that all of a sudden he's he's back to being lungs lungs in a head, right? And, and they put the old suit back on him, yeah. And then it goes, he's ready. And the 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 wife and son like go from like the nice office down these dark tunnels into this like concrete bunker, and they just seal them in with RoboCop. And there's like guards posted outside. Right. It's like, yeah. is he under arrest? <laughs> yeah, we don't know. don't know. Like, is he being secured in a facility? Not He's not allowed ending. to leave. Yeah, like, and like thinking, oh, are they gonna have a moment in there? It's like, no. I was expecting if they end it here. This is gonna be terrible. I wondered if they were gonna end it there. Yes. And, and then it cuts to the satire mold. If they end it here, it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> You're correct, Richard. And you were right. Both, yes. Both fronts. Yeah. yeah. Correct. No, I'll, I will completely give you that. <laughs> not, like, not the strongest ending. And that's what I thought, like that oversaturation, you know, of the family. It's like, I get that they're kind of running alongside with him during this journey, but it made it less important in a way. I don't know. Yeah. It, to me, it just made it different. Yeah, you're right. I kind of appreciate that. Because his family's like almost not in those earlier movies at all. Like, yeah, his wife, there's like one flashback and there's his wife and that's it. They're like major characters in this movie. Yeah, I was like, oh, you know, that's was different. Was there a single moment, and t- it's fine if you are, but was there a single moment in this whole like wife and son plot mm-hmm. line that got you as deeply as the scene where he tells his wife, I'm no longer a human and walks away? Because to me, like that scene is I, like oh. encapsulates yeah, everything that is Robocop I, way more. This is how I can explain it. And it, I, I I don't think any scene is better than that scene. I'll give you that. But I'm not taking original RoboCop as emotionally seriously hmm. because it is a ridiculous, over-the-top action movie. Hmm. Like, I'm not emotionally invested. Like, I enjoy watching it, but I don't really care. Whereas, like, this movie, I was actually kind of taking it on the level of, like, man, this sucks for this guy. Like, hmm. I felt real sympathy oh, for see, RoboCop. I, I, I feel lots of sympathy for RoboCop in the first movie. Yeah, and so and I feel I. a lot of emotion for the, him. When they're shooting him and laughing, like, I'm kind of laughing, too. Like, I'm not really. Gonna lie. Yeah, maybe I'm a monster. You I don't bastard. know. <laughs> John, John, <laughs> are you... Are you laughing at the outrageousness of how despicable those those guys are? Just how ridiculous the scene is. Like, not not. I don't take joy out of well, them. Which part, yeah. which no, part no, of the no. scene? I, I mean, know. I was just, laughing just with them, them too. In that them, la- them blowing his limbs off and laughing. And it's so graphic. It's it's funny okay. to me because it's like this is so insanely like, over. The top. He's still on the ground. This how? I mean, he he he's still on his feet. Like yeah. that kind of surprise. Yeah. Like that. I feel bad for him, but it feels like a movie to me. You know what I mean? It's like it's not reality. Well, but, so but, I don't feel that bad. But he like, has these emotional touchstones. Like he's like like when he says like 
I can feel them, but I can't remember them. Like, yeah. like he, he, he's aware that those people existed in yeah. his life. Those, to me, those are the scenes between like when someone gets toxic waste on them. Like, <laughs> I, you know, that's the thing that tips off Anne about that it is Alex inside of the machine is how he twirls his gun because that, it's, that, because, that yeah. because he wanted to be yeah. a better role model for his it's son. It's like Captain yeah. Laser or what is it? TJ Laser. That part's cool. Or what about like, again, in the end of RoboCop 1, like when like he's been piled in junk and impaled and she's been all shot up and she goes, Murphy, I'm a mess. And he says, don't worry, they'll fix you. They fix everything. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just like, oh man, that, 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 I don't know why that line really gets to me. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't know. I feel a lot of emotion for that. And, and this one, the emotion just felt so ham, hammy, like, it's just predictable emotion. Sure. Like, yeah, sure. I would think that's, I would say that's exactly Jeez, what I thought. Is it predictable emotion? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you feel that way, man? <laughs> You're just a head and lungs, man. That was so fucked up. <laughs> Honestly, that's what it. That's yeah. I'm a sucker, dude. No, this is. Cr- I do this head with lungs. every movie. Yeah. You give me with one scene, and it's like I'm in. Yeah. Like sure, it's sure. weird. It's like one scene works, and I'm just on board. Sure, that's I think what happened. Yeah, yeah. But you're tired, whatever. Like <laughs> the original one's so much better. Yeah. Don't worry. That's the, that's <laughs> RoboCop. <laughs> I, I I don't even know if I'll ever see this new one again. Probably not. Yeah. Like I don't care. I would be surprised yeah. if you do. I'm I, not gonna hate you. No, just, it's like I'm yeah, not no gonna, judgment against. I'm you. not gonna own a copy. I'm not yeah. gonna pull it off and be like everybody's got to watch this. <laughs> I'm just shocked that like I was in any way engaged with. I it. really hope next time I come over here, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like clearly like a copy of it like tucked away. Like, you got a prop helmet. Matthew, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Here? I just am a head in a jar. I'm like. Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> you're, I respect. Like I totally get. Yeah, if you don't like the movie, like that's fine. Like it's not that great. I'll get nope. it. Dude. Awesome, sweet. Well, that's gonna do it for Cinema Marathon this month. Um, I should mention that for next month and for the preceding months to come. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry for the heavy breathing there, but I'm just so excited oh, about this. Yeah, we. so, uh, dear listener, we have decided that in May, the new Godzilla movie comes out. And we've done a lot of marathons here at Cinema Marathon. We've done a lot of long marathons, but a behemoth that we have yet to harpoon nice out of play. the sea is Godzilla. Woo! So, because, because it's such an... Dear God. <laughs> I will not be sober that whole time. Oh, man. So, because this is an incredibly huge undertaking, we're going to be doing it actually over several months in several parts. So, get tuned next month in March uh, where we're going to maybe start doing that. But it's going to run March, April, and May. And then finally in May, the new movie comes out and we'll go see that. So, I uh, hope you like Godzilla. <laughs> oh my god. Shitload of Godzilla coming your way. Tell your Can't friends. Wait. Tell your Godzilla friends. Yeah. Can't wait to see Maybe Matthew Godzilla. Roderick. Maybe there's oh, a little god. bit of Godzilla in all yeah. of us. Oh, I'm god. super excited. But uh, in the meantime, if you have any questions or comments uh, you'd like to give to us, uh, you can send us an email. We're at cinemarathon at gmail.com. And uh, in addition to that, while we were watching RoboCop and while we watch all of our marathons, we actually uh, live tweet while we're doing it. So if you want to get in on the Cinemarathon action while we're doing it live, uh, be sure to follow us. We're on Twitter, at Cinemarathon Pod. That's Cinemarathon P-O-D. 
And we're also on Facebook as well, which is facebook.com slash cinemarathon. So please go like us. Please go follow us. And also, if you have any time, uh, review us on iTunes or at least uh, rate us. Also, all of this information can be found on our website, which is cinemarathonpodcast.com. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you for Godzilla. Yeah! Have a good one. Drop it. Bye.